What's good? What's good? My name is D Miles. Welcome to the Reflections of a DJ podcast, December seventeenth, twenty eighteen. I'm with the fellas, DJ Crooked. What's up, Jamie the Great? Yeah. Never. Yo. What what's up? good, fellas? What's good, man? For much, man. We got a lot. We got a lot to talk about today. It's been a long yeah. time. Yeah. Um, Where do we start? How was your week? How was your weekend? It was good. It was mellow, man. It's chill, man. Jamie, you was in LA. Uh, yeah. Well, for like a week. For like two. <laughs> I was gone. <laughs> I was gone since like the first since we left. Damn, man! And, I didn't and get, that was two weeks, huh? And I didn't get back to like Thursday. El Pollo local sales went down in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? And, and Gatorade. <laughs> and Gatorade. <laughs> Yo, what is that shit where you eat gate? Where you eat Gatorade? You drink Gatorade with your meal? I haven't drank Gatorade in like two weeks though, but I'm missing it. I know. I just like Gatorade. I used to drink it. It's a lot of carbs in Gatorade too. I know, but electrolytes. There's a lot of yeah. big dudes. I'm not saying like big dudes like. Like chunky, I even mean like like athlete, tall, big fellows, like big athletic dudes. That seems to be the drink of choice when they eat. I think it's like a culture thing, right? I don't know. Growing up playing sports, yeah, I used sports, to love. Yeah. Like, I just have a thing for orange Gatorade. You'd have like a Philly cheesesteak sandwich with the Gatorade, and it had to be orange. I never had a meal with Gatorade. That's some weird. Yeah. Shit. I didn't like the orange one. I like the, the yellow one. The big motherfuckers be doing that shit. Yeah, it's because it was like well, when I play football, that like if you did great in practice, you would get a Gatorade. So it's like a reward thing. So I don't know. I don't know if that has so any associated. So every meal yeah. is a reward. <laughs> <laughs> every Gatorade's a re- reward. That was good. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, but no. Pollo Loco is still strong out here. Huh? Pollo Loco is still strong out here in Vegas. Still strong? A lot of people are like, yo, this is Malaysia? I'm like, wait, I don't know if it's just in Malaysia, but that's Maybe. like one of the things that I have left from home here that I can't. I, I wish there was. In-N-Out Burger here. True. Vegas yeah. is like a mini LA. Sort of. They I wish they had more poor locals out here. They got a bunch of taco spots in Vegas. No, they don't. Well, maybe, but everyone good roots ones. for like the LA Lakers. There's like all LA Dodger fans out here. No, like it's mm-hmm. basically LA. Well, they don't have Sizzler. Like they don't have shit like that. Like cool hole in the wall shit. Yeah. You still going to Sizzler? Yeah, we know. <laughs> I grew up on that too. They don't have a Sizzler in Vegas. No, they don't. I, I don't think they so. turned it down a few years ago. <laughs> don't ask me why I know. But, <laughs> I feel like Scissors is like a um, Applebee's or it is. Um, I don't know. What's I grew up on back. That. It's the same thing, right? Nah. Kind of. There's got to be an age limit. No. For going. You taking a, like a date to? No, 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 no. I go with family. Family. I don't go. With, no. So it's like a family thing. Yeah, it's a family thing. There's After so many other restaurants to Sunday. go to. Yeah, but that's some like it's, 90 shit. Like well, that was used to be cool though. The, the yeah, salad bar. You can't. You can't go wrong. The Malibu chicken. That must be some West Coast shit. It is. Yeah. It is. I don't have Sizzler. Do you Actually, this is yeah. This is in New York. We uh, had Tad Steak. We had all that shit. <laughs> oh, Tad Steak was the shit, man. But I just you see maybe that's the equivalent to a Sizzler. Nah, Tad Steak is kind of different. Maybe it's about uh, I don't know. It's more of a family thing for me. It's not a family honest. thing. There's just a lot of options now, and yeah. it's just about using a lot of like affordable options too. Yeah, um, yeah. Olive Garden. Talking about this. Why are you taking us down this road? I did it. Cl- you clown yeah, on my poor local love. That's not it's not good for you. It's not, I know. I'm working on that though, because uh Crooked took us out, took me and Darren out to uh to eat some vegan food. Mm. And honestly, like we ate at twelve thirty, say on a Monday. I didn't eat again till Tuesday, twelve thirty PM. Well, we was in LA. I took you to Cafe Gratitude, it was which great. is a semi expensive vegan spot. We mm. were the only like, but you were shitting on it. Yeah, we were laughing at it. We were. Well, but I was. You was. Why was you laughing? He just thought it was bougie, and he thought he was making fun. And he's like, we "Yo, we were really hungry. We just had driven from Vegas, and 
Yeah. He's like, yo, let's go here. I was like, all right, let's and go. And I ordered like kale salads. I ordered like you ordered the pizza, which I don't you don't need to order, but you like ordered <laughs> yeah. a bunch of stuff, like you know. Yo But it was good. No, that the pasta was amazing. Yeah. The quinoa pasta. Yeah. So I didn't eat till twenty four hours. And what was after. it like the uh vegan calamari but it was coconut? Oh, yeah. That God. was really good. That shit was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't eat for 24 hours after that. And I had the pina colada. And I was scared. And I because you, you actually fed your body nutrients. I texted you. There's I said, no I nutrients have, in the pollo loco. I said, I haven't ate in 24 hours. I'm scared. I'm not hungry. That was good stuff. That was really good. The calamari yeah. is amazing. I'm sure people are rolling their eyes right now. No, I um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I was in New York. It felt good being in New York. Oh, yeah? I just like, I don't know, man. It's good to get away, man. It's good to get away. It's good to hear, like, I miss that new, like New York DJ style a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, you had a great night, right? Huh? That 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 was a legendary picture for uh, MoMA's birthday. Yeah, I I did up and down on Saturday. Yo, big shout to that opener, uh, Johnny Coco, man, fucking amazing. Yeah, DJ. You DJ with him before? Yeah, I think you might have mentioned him before. Yeah, I think he's so. really I think good. He set you up pretty well. What, what was he it's playing? Really I don't even think it's like setting up when he's DJing. I feel like I'm spinning with him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's when you're opening, when you're doing that good of like an opening shift, like when you're doing the opening shift so well that it's like you're sp- like when you get on, it's not like headlining. You just feel like you're just kind of taking over, right? That's a good because point. they already took like the crowd on a journey. Uh-huh. So you're like, mm-hmm. damn man, like it's not even like well, I'm gonna just start banging out hits. It's like they open your, they open your like selection to like, damn, you play all of that shit. Then uh, maybe I could like it's not all about me just dropping hits. I could just go here and there, and then it was gives just, you options. Mm-hmm. It was really good. He Damn, was just man. playing like he did like this R and B set with like Ashanti, Only You, mm-hmm. into like Destiny's Child. It was just fucking good. Yeah, I, mean, I think I remember you, like, you bringing him up last time. You said he did like some Rihanna, like what's uh, my my name, and like yeah, yeah. all that different stuff. Yo, by like, the way, I played Rihanna, What's My Name, uh-huh. recently, mm-hmm. and the way that song. Like the way songs were mixed down and mastered back then, is it just sounded really full. Yeah. Compared to songs now, like mm-hmm. I was mixing into that Rihanna "What's My Name" from uh-huh. like a, a new song, uh-huh. and it just went from like empty to full. It just and overpowered it, it. It's yeah. It sounded like "What's What's My Name" was like maybe like like couple notches louder mm-hmm. when it was actually when I looked at the levels, it was the same levels. It was hitting the reds at the same like point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it just sounded more full than mm-hmm. it sounded. I don't know. Like yeah. it just showed it just goes to show and I was like talking with Scooter the other day. I was like um he did a great uh, we got to talk about that. He did a great uh prank on me the other night. But uh <laughs> actually no, we, he showed me the, the yeah, yeah. yeah. So we were yeah. like anyway, we we were talking about how songs and how we listen to songs like remember like motherfuckers used to buy an amp receiver Mm-hmm. They pay like 300 on that. They play like another yeah. 300 for a tape deck. Yeah. They buy like two yeah. speakers. I think we had to do that back in the days. Remember, like, the we EQ, just had. We bought like a little separate little EQ. Yeah, we cared yeah. about like Dolby. We cared about like uh, mm-hmm. THX. Yeah. And then remember when Bose had like the surround sound? Everyone wanted surround sound. We yeah. had the subwoofers. And mm-hmm. I feel like now the way people experience music is a pill, like that yeah. fucking beats pill. And it's not, it doesn't. Yeah. It's like we're not hearing the music the way it should be heard, yeah. and no one's really appreciating the sound quality it's of music. Listening, it's either listening like a Beats pill or the regular iPhone headphones. Yeah, those are horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not the greatest. 
I just think that's really kind of fucking up music too. I mean, yeah. it's making it seem more like it's like basically listening to it on like clock radio speakers. You think that's equivalent mm-hmm. to why people don't really care about mixing music correctly, or even yeah, a little yeah. bit. It's like why why? I mean, like they're gonna digest it the same as it doesn't fucking matter if I put extra five hundred dollars on the mixing. Yeah, like why master? Wait, it? Is it because yeah. they instead of going to the studio, they just doing it on the computers, the computers, the and then sometimes they just dropping yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, not yeah. even that because even in in GarageBand, you can do it a higher quality than the one ninety two and the one twenty eight that they'd be releasing it from. But you know what? It may be, and this might be the problem, is that when they master it, they're mastering it on like really good speakers. And maybe the problem is is that, like, you know, when you build a website, you can't build a website and just think everyone's going to look at your website from, from a desktop quality, computer. Yeah. You got to, like, you got to kind of, like, adjust the website to, like, a mobile device, right? And an iPad. An iPad yeah. and an iPhone. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when you mix down or you master a track, you've got, after you master it, you've got to be, like, how does the sound? It's going to sound elsewhere instead on, of sounding on, on a. Like, yeah. On a sh- on a shitty pill, system you yeah. so right there, yeah. Because the bass might be sounding dope in like a good system, but it might be like sound like mud, like on a beats pill yeah. or some mm-hmm. shit like that. Yeah. That's you know what, what I respect mean? about a lot of the producers I like. Like Dre, he said he would go listen to it in his car and see how it sounded in the car, yeah, and then go listen to it like in the bedroom or like different sound like quality out come out of his speakers yeah. in the I sound wanna, system. I want to actually check what is the majority. Uh, how are people listening to music? Like, what's the majority of how people listen to music? Is it yeah. car? Is it headphones? Um, That's a good question. I would think it would be car, right? Yeah. Music, yeah, it has to be car or a nice speaker at, the, at your house. I think it depends on where you live, I don't think too. anyone has nice speakers in house. Because I house. still have nice speakers in my house. If you on the West Coast. Nobody, I don't think people I, still buy speakers like that. I have that. loud, yeah. like, Mackie studio. I think if, you, if you're on the West Coast. Uh, I do. If you're on the West Coast, you're listening to you. Do music in your car, in your car if you're on the east coast and you're taking the train or you're taking yeah, like, headphones you're probably your headphones yeah yeah right you know what or else oh go ahead no no if you're in the gym a lot you might be in the headphones more so i know in my house i have like i listen to the music through my um sound bar yeah through my tv because mm-hmm. it has like a good amp and it sounds yeah. really good yeah and i have to listen to music when i'm getting dressed so i listen to music every morning when i'm showering you have to have to yeah i wake up in the morning i gotta hear music i can't i can't get dressed in, like yeah. in, with silence yeah. really yeah yeah you can get dressed in silence uh, i mean yeah i'm an adult i can just, <laughs> no, no, I can't. <laughs> even at night at night i listen to like like low just, like r&b when i'm, I'm taking way. a shower at night i just no, imagine i sleep when i'm sleeping i gotta listen to music yeah i can't go to sleep without i keep the sound the volume down yeah yeah I just can't imagine being like butt naked, like semi- okay, I don't sleep butt naked, but okay, <laughs> and like on my iPhone trying to pick like a song. No, I, I have a I have a playlist. I listen. Yeah, Spotify yeah. has nice have playlists. playlists. I, I have my know. own playlist. I listen yeah, to shit. Back to uh, like getting dressed playlist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god. I got a, I got a Sunday playlist like Sunday vibes. Just, like, yeah. just picking Sunday vibes. Just picking it's the like, right like, playlist. It's like old school R and B joints. I listen yeah. to Sundays. You guys have way too much time on. No, your like they have that in Spotify, Apple. They I got on cool Apple. Yeah, I just pick the songs and just. I don't leave even have it time there. to do that. The only thing I need is I need to. I need, something needs to. Something good needs to be on the TV before I start eating. That's it. Yeah. For me, it's usually sports. Yeah, a game I know, or some comedy. Show. Even on Sundays, I might want to hear some gospel if I want to feel uplifted a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? All yeah. Right, man. Well, anyway, <laughs> I wanted to talk about uh, J Cole actually on that HBO special he did three years ago. He he uh, he showed how he mastered uh, 2014. So he would do it on the regular headphones. You do force that drive. 
yeah, 2014 Forest Drive. He'll do in the regular headphones, and he went in his car, and then he'll be in his bike, and then he did a bunch of shit. Like, there was like a seven-step process yeah. on what he would listen to before he put anything out. And it was funny because he was on his bike, and then he heard something wrong, and he pulled over, and he called back to see. He's like, yo, we did this wrong. Yeah. I'm on my way back. But, like, I mean. That's how it should be. I yeah. think. I don't know, man, but uh, I don't I don't know how. I, I would love to see how a new artist treats music nowadays. Well, and then also, like, well, a lot of people were not big fans of it, but the new um, Anderson Pack, it's mixed very well because it's under Aftermath. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And Dre does everything in analog. I finally listened to that album. How'd you like it? No, I didn't like it. A lot of people didn't like it. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. I, I was it feeling it, man. It was cool. It was what, did it feel like you, you, it was like, like Pimple Butterfly? It was just too much? It's a little too much. It sound and it also sounded like his old material. It's yeah, like, it's a little like like yeah. It sounds. He over, does he does like like that. Um, I don't know overproduced, but he does like that. Try to be R and B, like kind of like uh, Ryan Leslie. Oh, Ryan Leslie was a good producer. Like kinda, he's like that kind of lane, right? Something like, like that. He kind of yeah. sings, but he raps. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like I'm it's like, like that. That's a style. It's like that a boogie shit, right? A boogie with the hoodie. No, yeah. I'll compare him. I feel like he's not as street as a boogie. Yeah. yeah no, nah, definitely not. He's more. Like, he's more R and B. No, but that's the, all these new dudes that it's like little baby. Even they're just all singing the. the no, this man can actually sing. <laughs> like actually sing. Them. He could sing. He could play. He's a drummer. He's a drummer. Just like until I like his old. Latest shit, so it doesn't really sound more. I heard, I cool. did like a quick run through where you know when you listen to like twenty seconds of each song, mm-hmm. and I didn't really hear anything that I really wanted to like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could play tense early, early set. Tense by the, with the track Kendrick with Kendrick. Lamar. Yeah, but getting back to what you're saying, like Dre, I know he uses analog to to mix and master, and yeah. I don't know what that process means, but I know it's an older process and it's a lot slower and longer. Wait, who? Uh, Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre to produce oh, albums. He, he uses uh, analog to mix and oh. master. And I don't know what the new process is, but he always said it over the years. He's always stuck to analog because it's longer, but the sound quality through analog is way better. Is that meaning he records on analog, which I don't That's, believe? Yeah, I think he masters his mastering process and his mixing process. I don't is know through what that analog because analog yeah. would be like a two-inch reel-to-reel tape, which I don't think he's using at all. Mm-hmm. And the volume, the sound wouldn't be that good unless yeah. he's he's a. Uh, He's running the digital files to an analog mixing board. I think that's what yeah, yeah his process mm-hmm. is. That might be. I'm going to do yeah. research on that. Because I think uh, he convinced Kendrick to do the same. And so for his last album, Kendrick mm-hmm. did his last album in analog, uh, which was. I uh, mean, I think it matters a damn, lot, man. Yeah. It matters a lot. Like when you hear like like a tribe album mm-hmm. with, uh, what is it, Bob Powers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her Powers. Oh, Bob, no, Bob Powers. Bob Powers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's crispy. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I mean, just thinking that, it was just like, yo, this is mixed really perfectly. It just sounds like you think now, like, artists are just straight from the laptop well, to I'm the just, internet? I'm curious to see how their team handles the whole process. Yeah. Because I feel like 6 9 like, I don't think 6 9 made 30 songs and then picked, like, 15 for the album. I think he just made 15 songs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think artists are just, I don't think, like, anyone's, like, writing lyrics. Mm-hmm. And like constantly thinking of what to write and music and songs, I think they're just like they're doing just enough. They're doing it like just homework, like literally, like yo, like we yeah. need we need a song, yeah. like a third, like a three hundred word essay, like just you gotta hit the three hundred. As soon words. as they got like fifteen or sixteen, like all right, that's it. Yeah, let's put it out. And we, I think we don't need no more songs. I think that's also why like motherfuckers can't freestyle, like when they get on like when yeah, they get on a radio flex. show, mm-hmm. you could be like, yo, man, I'm I'm gonna hit them with this fucking thirty two bar joint that I just wrote last week. 
But I don't think like Little Yachty's writing like that. I think he's only writing when it's time to make uh, an but album. But you also listen to what they're rapping about. You, yeah, they're, man, not, they're not no substance. Yeah, there's no. I mean, I don't want to talk about that because there's a lot of songs that have no substance. Like fucking, there was tons of music that came out that had no substance that we fucking played. Yeah, and those yeah. are no, called, you're right. Yeah, and that's why most of these rappers can freestyle and the freestyle like, in the booth. It or, seems like they're one hit wonders. Like. Is that your segue? That's a segue. Because so we're, <laughs> we're, we're like stuck on one. Didn't we have a rule that, uh, no, that you don't have, you don't, you don't control any of the segues? That was a rule. <laughs> why is it getting broken now? He think he got a good one. So yeah. That's why he was it an unwritten, was like, take advantage it was an unwritten rule. It's an unwritten rule, but it's a written rule. <laughs> I, was talk, I was talking with Scooter the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell us about the prank. I'm going to tell about the prank, but we were talking about you. Okay. We're, we're actually talking about how young people retain information. We spoke about that before, but go ahead. Well, I, I was thinking, like, let's say, for example, information was hard to find for, like, maybe me, Nevin, Darren, right? Yep. We had to, like, research information. Mm -hmm. So when we received information, we remembered where the information came from because it took that much work. Yeah. Nowadays, information is so available. So you don't really know where you got something from. You just know that you got it. You found out about it. Yeah. So I think yeah. a lot of kids, because there's information's everywhere, they're literally just taking information and then they're making it like, or taking opinions and point of views and perspectives, and they're just adapting it to their brain and saying like, I don't think they remember where it came from, so they're just like, that's just how I think. Yeah. So I think sometimes, like remember like, so sometimes with Jamie, mm. we will talk, and you, you go through so much information, which is good. <laughs> But I don't know if you. I think it's good. But yeah. But I don't. I don't know if you know where everything comes from. Well, or you I, remember. I kind of. I have a good memory, but the thing is that there's so much information coming in that it just like it, it. It does get lost at a point where it comes from. Yeah. Because I am from the generation where, right when the internet happened. Yeah. So I do remember searching through yeah. books and libraries and shit. And ma and doing a research project or whatever, like but but it kind of it it kind of makes it more comfortable to steal, and does that make sense? I don't know, like no, to steal ideas and steal things because it's so out there and it's like everything's okay, out I see there. What you're saying, yeah. I don't think steal is the right word. It is. Well, it's what would you say? Adapting it, making it your own. Yeah, because there are times where you will like literally speak, but it will be. I know where you referenced it from. Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily. But it sounds like I came up with it. That's what you're trying. But to no, say. no, no. Well, you coming up with something would have to be that it was referencing an actual experience in your life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? As as and I think that's when I w I was trying to say is that the the youth take all of these perspectives and they they speak it like they experienced it, but they didn't, and it just it's becoming experience in their head. Until they actually have to experience it, and then they're like, "Oh shit, that was totally." Yeah, mm -hmm. they were totally right, or they were totally wrong. But do you understand what I mean? Yeah, kind of. It's kind of like I wouldn't necessarily speak on something, an opinion. I wouldn't. I would reference it. I'd be like, "Yo, I saw this, and this guy said this," because anything else I would say would be referencing something that had to do with what I experienced, and a conclusion that I brought from that experience. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, and I would probably be like, no, this happened because of this. Be, but it'd be, be but from coming, something you watched. So you would, you just basically explain it different than I would. You reference the reference and I don't reference it. Exactly. So, yeah. So I, I was I was thinking whenever I deal with a, a quote-unquote millennial, I'm going to ask them 
where's your reference from? Where is this from? Where you getting? Yeah, it? and I was gonna say that might be a good habit for you to do. Well, Whenever I'm, you I'm, speak, to just always reference you. it like a footnote. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I learn a lot from you, and and oh, I don't need to hear all that. Things <laughs> things of that nature it comes yeah. from you. Like where where I, I'm. No, I just think it's interesting to to know where the information comes from, because if someone just keeps saying like, oh yeah, like I heard this from this one point of reference it might not be you might want to be like well you know I, I maybe start broadening where you're gathering information from do you know what i'm saying yeah I well so. i learned I'm, I'm learning to do that when i deal with you because i'll tell you like <laughs> i tell you i things. think you should do that with everything no but i mean you i i interact with you more than the regular person so pause. when i talk to you pause pause <laughs> when i talk to you you're like okay where's this coming from yeah and i'll be like okay so the next time i'll tell you something I'll probably there's a 50-50 chance that I'll be like I saw this from this and this is what it said but I, I think that's why kids um, are not stealing but they're just adopting all of this information mm-hmm. and they don't find it necessary to give credit they don't get credit to the person you, they got not, the information well the, from. well the thing is why should I give credit why is it important to give credit for the information when no one's giving credit to them anyway right. do you know what I'm saying it's like yeah, I'm I'm learning from the adults, or I'm learning from these people. You know or, what you else know? it comes from? Yeah. To delivering the information the quickest possible. So if you take a video of a fight, and I take the same video of a fight, yeah, it's mine. Who's going quicker to the to the media? So there's no point of reference because you got to get it out first. It's not only that you we've come to this gen, this uh, this social media age where one minute is more than enough time to explain something. Yeah. When it's really just a snippet, it's one minute from something, yeah. mm-hmm. and everyone is just coming, like giving their opinion on shit that's like one a one minute video, and they and they're not even doing any research to look into mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's really kind of crazy right now. That's yeah. why I'm telling you, social media. Social media. Do, do any of you watch TV anymore? I don't watch uh, TV for sports. Just sports. Yeah. Yeah. I think TV is fucking horrible. Now. I haven't watched the actual TV there, show. There's no TV. I shows. haven't watched the news like in a very. I, watch long time. News I have home. certain TV shows I still watch. But like I don't. It's not the same as it what was before, watch? though. I don't know what you're saying. Do you, what watch, do you like watch Snowfall? Like those Snowfall. Type of, what is Snowfall? that? Is it? Uh, it's a show about like, show, a, like yeah. Yeah. FX, right? Yeah, yeah FX. Have you, like that's a good like, show. Left on TV. Wasn't that a James Bond movie? I don't know. Skyfall. That's Skyfall. No, it was not. What do you watch? Never. I would. I mean, I watch Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta's good. You don't um, need to. I mean, yeah, uh, you don't need to watch it on <laughs> stop TV. Stop hating. Right? No, I'm remember? saying you don't need to watch it on TV. Yeah, you can watch like, it on. I mean, no, yeah. everything. Actually, everything that's on TV, you can watch on Hulu. Right. The Hulu, next yeah. day, Hulu. Yeah. Who's it's Hula or Hula? <laughs> Hulu. Hulu. I always pronounce it wrong. Hulu. Hulu. Okay. Hula is the girl or the, the girls. <laughs> the, 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 the Hula. Hula. That's yeah. the Hawaiian yeah. shit, right? No, that's Hula. Hulu. Hulu. I don't know who Hula is. I still watch the Mayans. That's a new show. I watched Blackish. Yeah, just but, yeah, but yeah. again, there's not like when it once was like TV the news shows is crazy to me. I think the news is just I'm scared to watch the news. I watch the news and <laughs> especially the local Vegas news. I watch the local LA news and what was the Spanish one? I don't know if it's like international, but they were talking about six nine. They were talking about the, the Mexican rapper in six nine, but it was a, I didn't really sit that, sit, sat down with it, but it was like I said that. Yeah, I don't watch the news at I, all. I was just like, I watch sports. Have this on. Well, you were watching American Meme, right? Yeah. That blew your mind for some reason? First 15 minutes were good. That's when I texted you right away. I said, have you seen this? Because it was fucking... So I've constantly been telling J- Jamie... So I've been constantly telling you how bad social media is. It's fucking bad. 
But you don't. But I didn't you, see it the it way you saw it. Yeah. Because you saw it with different. American meme? Yeah. American meme. Oh, is it like, oh, a, I is know it like a play on? About. Is it a play on the movie? No, it's, it's not. The, the, the <laughs> American, American meme. Is it the um, documentary about um, social media yes. celebrities? And yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I was that thinking about the, the like movie. A, that <laughs> that so, shit looked like social so, media was a fucking so diehard drug. Basically, follow like who is that Vine comedian? What's her name? Uh, Brittany Furlan. Brittany Furlan. Furlan. Yeah. Furlan. Furlan. And then they, they did Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. And the fat Jewish. And they did the, the fat Jew. Yeah. And they did Kirill, actually. Big shout to Kirill, mm-hmm. um, the photographer. Mm-hmm. But they were just basically saying how... Oh, DJ Khaled, too. DJ Khaled. Uh, but I feel like they were kind of glorifying everything a little bit. In the beginning, they, they caught me because it wasn't what was it, What is it that caught you? Like They were saying like how people really fiend for likes, and then it goes deeper to show like the Vine Girl. Like she was like, yeah, I'm lonely at night. There's seven personalities that I have to do a day. And I was like, damn, that shit just sounds exhausting as fuck. And it sounds like an addiction. And that's why I was like, oh, let me watch this. And then the first 15, I was like, okay. Well, it was more like four, first 10. But that's when I text you. And I was like, oh, this shit looks like it's going to be good. And then it kind of like died out. But why did that click with you? Because I didn't see it like that. What? I'd never seen it like an addiction like that because i guess i didn't really pay attention to it like that you don't you don't think social media was well, social media uh what is that called dopamine that goes in your mind your brain uh yeah it's like the high dopamine yeah, yeah. it's the same thing that happens when you like gamble mm-hmm. or you do like other like kind of other like i don't know it's like gambling and other shit well yeah i mean you get it like uh athletes get it from yeah. being, from when like people cheer for you right right like you get that feeling of somebody like, so it's like that's an accomplishment an addiction right no no it's it's it sends like a little fluid yeah. or thing to your brain but that's why oh, so many athletes when they mm-hmm. when they like, uh can we relate that to dj when you do a good like a no, good no, no, reaction well, like i'm what i'm trying to say is that <laughs> you can get addicted from that feeling so it's it you gotta you gotta put it in a realm of crack you oh know, yeah of of of, of uh, heroin of, of alcohol and and how that can get abused does that make sense yeah and then social media is just a different form like i think it's fucking sick when parents have their kids like give their kids phones mm-hmm. and like and these kids are like growing up with phones and games on the phones yeah. like i don't think a kid should have I don't think they should be fucking with like two-dimensional iPads and shit. It bothers me, me when I see like a three-year-old no, with no, an iPad. I think if if it actually fucks up the peripheral. Yeah. So you know when you like walk through the park and kids see like squirrels that you don't see like running around and they're like, hey, look at the bird. And you're like, what bird? Yeah. And they're like, that bird on the branch. And you're like, holy shit, how'd you see that? <laughs> because their eyes are so sensitive. Mm-hmm. So the overstimulation in an iPad and an iPhone, right? All those games and the and the sounds and the noises. And the colors. And it's too much for a kid. So it actually starts to dull the rea- like the real world of what they see. Yeah. So they don't see all of these things. When kids should be actually playing with textures, they should be fucking with colors and like more tangible physical objects and stuff like that. Yeah. And then, you know what I'm saying? Then as they get older, maybe like eight, nine, I think, I think there's an age where like, you can start giving them that kind of like. I said like between uh, six to seven. I think that's it's just you don't want to raise a kid to have to depend on the phone to be entertained. 
Yeah. Like that's already. But it's a bad like back system. in our days, I feel like our parents had us watch TV. Yeah. And, and that was their version of what's going on today. Definitely. And then we had like the Game Boy or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, had I, didn't game boy. Game boy. I had a Game Boy, <laughs> my, and then I had a Super Nintendo, and my mom hit my all my video games, and she made me play all time since like six. I didn't have the chance to really. I fucked up my eyes, but she kicked me out, and she's like, "Go play." But yeah. I didn't. Yeah, the video games came. I didn't. I think just getting them comfortable with the iPhone is dangerous because then it becomes like a, when social media yeah. when we social need, media yeah. starts coming into play, they're gonna get more into that shit, dude. And I, I know how it is. Parents are going to be like, well, you never raised a kid and you don't know this. And I'm like, yo, I agree. I, sometimes y'all are tired and you just want to put something on and have your kids zone out so you can just have like 20 minutes Tom's alone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I get it, yo. I get it. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I just think like it's just creating like a world of zombies and shit. You ever seen like what's that movie? Wally? I don't think I've oh, seen yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. My sister told me to watch that, but I haven't watched it. Yeah, it's basically like, like the last about robot. that robot, but like everyone's overweight and they just like watching TV. Like, and they're just like in these pods, like in these like hovitate, like uh, levitating pods moving around, but they're just zombies. I mean, if you walk on a, on a high school or college campus right now, you see it. Like, people don't interact the same. It's like people get out of class and they're immediately on their phones. They're not like yeah. joking. You don't see guys trying to like flirt with girls. It's like a different, weird thing that happens. If you go walk on a UNLV campus right now, you'll see it. Yeah. Like, people get out of class, they're on their phones. I've been trying a thing where, like, you know, sometimes when you sit like in a doctor's office or an airport, you're waiting for like the flight. Yeah. I've been trying to do a thing where I just do nothing and I just kind of watch people or I just think people yeah. watching is fun. Yeah. But I mean, I'm just trying to the stay off the person phone, is like yeah. on their laptop or on the phone. Yeah, I just try to like zone out and just like kind of just like sit in the moment and just chill and just like yeah, just just wait or read something. You know what I mean? But like staying off social media. Yeah, I don't know. That mute button on social you know, Instagram is amazing. I've been doing that a lot lately. I've been muting that. Oh, yeah? people, <laughs> I don't. It, it's I wonder like, you haven't liked my shit. Huh? <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. I, I, I've been posting. Either. There's just people like that. I like. I genuinely care about, but mm. I just think they're like s- extremely toxic. Like they like when I see them post something, I see their desperation to get likes. They overdo it. Yeah, like yo, I'm Th- just they, like yo. Yeah, and it just depresses me because I'm like, damn man, like why are you doing this? You're not this person. And then there's just other people that annoy the fuck out of me. It's like, yo, I really don't. But you know what's crazy? That you have to do that because if you unfollow them, it's the fucking world ending. Well, it's also like. Why don't you like. You don't like me no more? Well, there's. I mean, there's. It's just like if I'm in a room, right? If I'm in a party, I mean, there's dudes I'm going to shake your hand. And and I I respect you, right? I respect you and I shake your hand. That's the follow. You got the follow. Right? Now, if I talk to you for more than five minutes if i'm talking to you for 20 minutes that's a like that's a like that's a like you stay on my feet (laughs) you're my top eight (laughs) but if i can't talk to you for more than two minutes or something like that like yo that's That's a mute mute. yeah (laughs) i'm not trying to fuck i'm not trying to see your life like that's so sad that that has to come like you unfollow me why i'm not with that now i don't have to unfollow i just mute the shit out of them it's sad that people notice it they pay attention to who like right when you unfollow them yeah that's the sad like they're like yo you unfollow me (laughs) who has time to look to see who's unfollowing you i didn't know that there's an app though that does oh yeah there's apps that tell you but who's going through all that shit there's people that are going through that shit really sad though man that's sad yeah yeah, I mean, like you're gonna call somebody out that, un- that unfollowed you. If someone unfollows me, I would have no idea. Yeah, no, I don't no give clue. a fuck. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't either. 
like, you're following me because I feel like that, that's good because I don't really post that much. I don't yeah, really do anything. Yeah, I just it's crazy, man. It's sad. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see it as an addiction till recently, and I was like, dude, this shit is bad. It's like gonna it's, get worse. It's, if I could and I and so I had the chance, I would delete everything. So everything we're talking, no, well, that's you don't need to do that. You just have to treat it like anything else. Like you just have to do it in moderation, yo. Like it shouldn't be taking up. A majority like honestly when we have downtime here at the podcast and like we're setting up or like we're waiting for a guest mm-hmm. and everyone's on their phone just looking through social media i think that's kind of sick yeah because we never see each other and then like for us to not talk to each other really that like while we're here yeah it's a little odd yeah. like i think that's kind of sick <laughs> we're all sick gentlemen huh well some of us are like doing the research what's the fine that? line though because we're in an yeah, age what where what is a fine line what is like we're in the age where what is a right? lot of uh well, here's the thing. our work depends on us being on social media that sucks right yeah but your work doesn't have to that's the thing is that when before when we were djs we would dj and we would do some marketing but mm-hmm. it wasn't an every day every minute thing Dude, yeah. do you understand it's every fucking minute that's what I'm saying. So that so like usually people need the break because when they're a real estate agent or a fucking influencer or whatever, it's an everyday, every minute thing. It's like over consuming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people are actually spending more time trying to portray the image of what they're what they're trying to be than actually working to be that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I wanna look like a DJ, so I'm gonna do all of these things to look like a DJ and then like I spend no time on the craft. Right. Which is, you know, fine nowadays. Hashtag content. Huh? Hashtag content. I don't know. It's well, fucking just crazy, like man. until you make it fake it. It's fucking sad. As much as you can. But we I still you don't you so when we were talking about red flags that episode where we were talking about girls. Yeah, I was wrong. But you, and you see a girl. I got a, a a good red flag, I just noticed. Okay, what is it? Okay, when a girl there's a new red flag the, 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 with the stories like Burr. if a girl posts a, a bunch of stories or pictures of her from like past pictures got like 20 different stories that's a red flag what right? do you mean what do you mean like it, a throwback is it, Thursday is it on a Thursday or no no that's a, if it's not a throwback Thursday yeah if it's a regular day they, and they're posting pictures from like years ago like a bunch of pictures like oh yeah my hair was like this I'm dressed like that this and that you think you think they were feeling busted that day and they had to go back and they're reassurance like, oh i think that's a red flag they had to go to back to their their beauty pics bag yeah and then like post that shit up like, scroll up on it's, like a form, it's a form of reassurance right like yeah like, they get those likes and they're like oh i still got it maybe well, I if still it's a look, thursday you know? i think eight pictures should be your max and all of these and all of these sucker sucker dudes being like damn you fine like damn, yeah, you change the bed. good amazing dude dudes do it too Huh? Dudes do you it. You do that shit. No, no, no. no. I don't throw. I don't put up old pictures in my stand. No, 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 it's good to do like I a like throwback. <laughs> like a throwback Thursday. Throw one pictures. Nothing. Yeah. Like Dude was in the locker room who just took I a know, shower. That, Yo, but that was recent. But why you do that? Why? Yeah. Why are you showing your shirt? Just, you feeling yourself? Yeah. I mean, nothing Love wrong it. with that. I felt good, man. For the ladies, I had a good workout. I'm sweating. Nothing wrong with that. Progress. Progress. Yeah, I don't know. I, like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love deep, but sometimes it's like. I'm but like, no, I'm talking like if I would have posted some shit from like ten years ago or five years ago, that's kind of weird, right? But I you know. don't need to. No, like if you look like me now, and then you'd be like, "Damn, remember when I looked like that with like last year?" And you're like, "Damn, I lost yeah. it." Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know I don't know. I don't. But, I don't know what's the good medium. I don't know what's a good. Like medium. you said, maybe like a certain time limit a day. Well, like I think D posted a picture of him shirtless, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And he, well, you was in a towel or some shit. 
he was just some shorts. It yeah. was like AO. It was definitely AO. Yeah. But he posted one picture and he's laughing at himself. Yeah. What were you saying? I put well, like I'm comeback player of the year. So yeah, yeah. But <laughs> that was a good joke. And, and then you know we're going to break on you for that shit. Yeah, of course. But if he posted eight of those. <laughs> you have the picture? Because yeah. that might be the cover. <laughs> <laughs> if you posted eight of those, you know what I'm saying? Diff- the same yeah. post. Just oh, yeah. Different angle. And I never take myself that serious. Like, I do it out of fun. No, there's a lot of guys out here. No, you do it to, like, get attention from both. You get some. (laughs) (laughs) That's for the hoes. You probably need to remind somebody, right? Like, possibly. This dick dick is still an option, man. (laughs) Yo, you're a nasty motherfucker. Yo, man, let me me remind you. Let me tell you, remember this? Remember this? Can we answer my texts? Let me remind you for a second. Remember what you're dealing with right now. (laughs) That's why you did it, right? Maybe I don't know, but anyway, well, yeah, I was like, "Yo, I was in LA. I hit you up. You didn't want to. You didn't want to link up. All right, this is what you're missing out on." <laughs> Sometimes I do that shit though. Like I'll yeah. be in another city, and someone may not like hit me back, and I'm like, "All right, man, I'm, I'm gonna post some shit." And you put some fly shit. <laughs> I'm like, some fly shit. She's like, "Yo, was, hey, this big head, popping. this dinner was popping. <laughs> Damn, just another <laughs> night." <laughs> I don't I mean, know. There's nothing wrong with that. They'd be like, "Hey, you should have come out. You should have came out." She'd be like. Uh, yeah, it looked like fun. I was like, man, it was mad fun. It was super <laughs> fun. <laughs> You're fun. Ma, you fucked up. No, I'm just kidding. That's but uh, what do you call it? Well, what was the... that? What were you and Scooter talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. So I was DJing uh, Friday. Okay, never mind. I was DJing Friday and Scooter and uh, my boy Todd, shout out to Todd, um, uh, came to visit me at the gig. So when I went to the DJ booth, there was a note there. Oh, and it was it was oh my god! It's such a perfect note. I got. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. It said, "I just turned twenty one years old." Wait, wait, and let me read it because it was perfect. Because I want to break down the note because it was so perfect. So there was a. You guys ever have that? Or you get the request for the birthday? Yeah. So the note was like literally on the mixer, Mm -hmm. and it said, "It's my twenty first birthday today. Please don't suck. We're here to party. Our favorite DJ is Vice. We're from LA. Please play like him." XO, XO. You know what been my first question? What? You just twenty one. Where did you hear Vice? Okay, that's <laughs> that's a that's a good observation because what first hit my head was like, pause, was that I don't know, like I know Vice is a great DJ, but he's probably not relevant to twenty year olds who just know. turned twenty one. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, because he's not on the radio, right? No. But he does have those poppy records. Yeah, yeah, maybe, out, yeah. maybe. But then she would have had to been in the club to say play like him. Yeah, right. But she anyway, just turned twenty one. But anyway, yeah, she so she'd have to be a twenty year old fan of Vice. Yeah, or right. yeah. All right. So anyway, um, so anyway, I saw the note and I was just like, I was kind of <laughs> laughing. That, fu- that fucked up the whole night. No, 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 no. When you first saw it, I I was laughing, right? But they instantly came and they were like, "Yo, we wrote the, we wrote it." And everything. Scooter and so it was like laughing. Okay. But yo, you're right. If I did, I think this is the best way to sabotage somebody. Oh, definitely, man. <laughs> like yeah. if I was opening for somebody and I didn't like them, yeah. And if I just made up two notes, and I'm like, yo, a couple of people from the crowd wanted, you know, you don't have to, and then gave it to them, mm-hmm. and just threw them the fuck off. Yo, that should be a prank going on for the DJ. But it's I was talking to Scoot, and I was like, yo, it's crazy how sensitive we are as right. DJs. Right? <laughs> oh, you got you got tight really fast. No, but I think if I was doing like. If they high pressure like a big big room and someone gave me this, I would get fucking fucking off. Break you in half. It would break yeah. 
It would fuck me up. Error, error. Would it, would it fuck y'all up? Oh, yes. 100%. You'd be yeah. like, okay, how the fuck do you play like that? Because it leaves you in a position where you just really start questioning yourself. So here's the genius of it all, right? Of how he wrote this. And I give you a scooter, you fucking. Like, line for line, it just gets worse and worse. And makes you cringe more and more, right? <laughs> and then it kills you at the end. So the first line is, it's my 21st birthday today. Meaning like, okay. Okay. You're already Smooth. like self-absorbed, right? Mm-hmm. You're acting like you're big. You're like, it's all about you. Yeah. Okay. Second one, please don't suck. <laughs> so like, yo, like, like it's already like, you know, I, yeah. you know what but I'm you saying? Have, you already have an expectation. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't suck. And then you're already kind of like. Don't ruin my expectations of you. Yeah, yeah. but as a don't DJ. Don't ruin my, na- so my night. In your head, when someone says, please don't suck, how does that make you feel? It's like yeah, it feels like you, do, you can't suck. It feels <laughs> it like, you gotta, like every mix has to be there. You got to be on point. Yeah. And then the next line, we're here to party. Okay. Duh. Right. And then it says our favorite DJ is Vice. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then Vice. I thought this was a brilliant line. We're from L.A. <laughs> so like the entitlement that like we're from L.A. We're from a big city. Yeah. yeah. So you know, like do what we say. just letting you know, like you're not DJing for just anyone. Like we're from L.A. Yeah. Like we know. It's so. like you need to cater to us. Yeah. I thought that was a genius. Because <laughs> that's the one I laughed at. And I was say, like. We're, we like DJ Vice that's automatically saying can you play like him and no no and then the last line yeah. is please play like him and I yeah. thought that was the clicker I was like yo I wish crazy. they recorded you reading this shit he was telling me when I rec- when he he was watching me when I was reading it and he said like I was making this like squinting my face uh-huh. and I started readjusting my hat like <laughs> <laughs> so he was like laughing yo yo I wish they would record that that would have been great I told him like yo it didn't bother me I thought it was funny but Maybe it bothered me more, but I was just like, well, like you said, in a certain environment, it would bother anybody. Yeah, I don't care who you are. It would be worse if I was out of town. Yeah, and I came into a club, and I didn't, and I was figuring out the club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then someone gave me a note that was totally anti of what I thought I was going to play. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. That would they, throw me. And off. they referenced someone that was from that city that was pretty dope. And like, can you please pl- please play like this person? Yeah, if you yeah. really want to fuck with somebody, like make a note like that. Give it to the waitress. Give it twenty dollars and tell her to give it to the DJ and they'll <laughs> fuck him. And then record them, please, because I want to yeah, see reactions. Yeah. That might be the new prank. Now. That's a new hashtag. Oh, man, yeah, <laughs> that might be the new prank, yo. Do the scooter. <laughs> do the scooter. That's <laughs> like do the scooter. Yo, yeah. he even wrote it like like he. He wrote like a like like a girl like Loopy. Yeah. Maybe I think Todd wrote it. Shout out to Todd. He he actually. There's a lot of. There's like a, a. This girl. is a good prank. It was a good prank. I wish to record you. I so when was how long was it before they told you it was a prank? I mean, I think it was kind of. It was. I, I don't. It wasn't long, man. It was like five minutes. He he was right though. He said we should have left because they had to bounce. Yeah. And he's like, we should have left and then texted you after like, maybe no, at the end know. of the night. Thanks for making my twenty first birthday. Pop no, but in. I told him I said if you didn't tell me, it would have, it maybe would have fucked up my night. Maybe, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, hey. Damn, man. Yeah, that was funny. I it's, played with him on Friday, and he told me on like before he got on, he didn't tell me to the extent of what happened. But he's like, "Yo, I just did the best prank yeah, on yeah. Crooked." He was laughing so hard. I can't imagine him laughing like yeah. a wrestler. But I, he was like, "Yo, that would have fucked with you, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, if you didn't tell me nothing, it may have fucked with me a little bit." <laughs> Because I probably would have been looking for that person. Yeah, like where who is this, is this fucking twenty-one year old? Where is this? But then, but then immediately when I had that thought, I was like, "Yo, I can't believe how sensitive I am, man." Really? Yeah. But I think you know, you're not alone. Like I think any DJ 
going into an environment yeah. would feel that way. Mm-hmm. I like I hate switching over. I hate yeah. switching over. Like I hate switching from opener to headline. I uh, hate that. Yeah. I'd rather do the whole night than do that. Yeah. I hate it that much because of the anxiety I have sometimes of the switch over not being successful. Done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or just like what I don't know, man. I'd rather do the whole night. I was like thinking about it the other day. I was like, I'd rather DJ the whole night than have to deal with that. Or have to deal with an opener just like I don't yeah. know. Just like fucking up the vibe in a room. Yeah. I mean I well, maybe two or three weeks ago I did a whole night and it felt good. And it was the first time I did a whole night in a while in a major nightclub. How I many hours was it? I'm sorry? How many hours? Uh, started at ten thirty, got done around three thirty or four, and it and it honestly didn't feel long. But the way you're able to like just navigate through a night on at your own pace, it was just a good feeling to like pace myself out right, know exactly what I could do and when I could go into other genres and read the room for that amount of time, which I don't get a chance to do often because either I'm headlining or I'm opening. So to do that whole night and curate it just tailor made to how I wanted it yeah. felt good. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was good. I got. I wish I could do that more. Hopefully, I don't know, man. I just think, yeah. I just, you know what? There's a handful. There's not even a lot, but there's a handful of openers out there in the world <laughs> <laughs> who I just think really take advantage of the paycheck of an opener paycheck. Yeah, where they come in and they DJ for an hour and a half, and they don't, they don't do a thing for the room, and then they just like. And then they host a bunch of friends in the DJ booth, mm-hmm. and they drink the bottle, <laughs> and they totally cares. make the vibes in the booth about them. Yeah. yeah. So when the headliner comes in, they're just like, uh, "It's not inviting. It's not like that's happened recently." Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm saying yeah. there's a handful yeah. of dudes. They're like fucking douchebag, fucking pieces of shit. They that play. really are self-centered and like self-absorbed, and they're not there for the club. Playing they're up, li- playing up boy, eleven forty-five. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> but I'm saying like yo, you know yo, who you are. You get personal. Nah, <laughs> I know, man. I mean, stop. No, I, honestly, no, when I play with Scooter, not to cut you off now. No, no, no. Um, no please cut it off. When I played with Scooter on Friday, I opened up for him. Um, I had some people in the booth. Yeah. Um, a few guys and a few girls, and I even told him, I'm like, look, Scooter's coming. Um, I need y'all to like dip out. If he if he gives me the okay later that y'all can chill, cool. Or but I'm not gonna have y'all here when he shows up. Or introduce motherfuckers. Yeah, like, like introduce like yo, this is Scooter, and be like yo, and be like yo, man, like uh, and just tell him like yo, if he needs some space, give him some space. Yeah. Like yo, everyone out the booth when we're switching over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know what I mean. I mean, yo, it'd be it'd be crazy sometimes. I walk in, I'm just like yo, like, like what? I, I'm like your people are creating like a such a distraction, and they're not letting me do like they're just in the way. Yeah. And there's some shorties that are just dancing and they're like bumping into you. <laughs> and they want to be right in front of the fucking turntable. Yeah, I'm just like, yo, like get fuck off. Like chill. Yeah, what we're doing over here in this yeah. I'm working. I don't know, man. A lot okay. of people don't see it, what that's we're doing is work. Yeah. That's the thing too, right? Like I feel like a lot of people look at it as just a fun thing and it's not actual work. You're just playing music. It's not, they don't know no the, they don't know yeah. what goes into it or what what our mind state has to be to to be right. How hard I is mean, it to play? I've had that said to me. Oh, you just play music, you know? right? Like it's, it's, not, it's not, not real just, work. Yeah. You drinking? You playing music? You having fun? It's like that's yes. why I tell lawyers, right? You just reading. You just reading contracts. <laughs> yeah, right. You just signing, having a sign paper. What am I paying? Different clauses. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what, man? Like, 
I've said this before. I mean, that, you, those openers, those handful of openers doing that fuck shit, mm-hmm. that's, to me, I already know, like, that's what fucks up my whole shit. You wish you were yeah. Thanos. Huh? You wish you were Thanos and get rid of half uh, of the I openers. Just, like, <laughs> I just, you know, I just I just think, like, you're, you're here for the wrong reasons, man. And I, and I know. Um, Can we, what you guys started talking about on, with the uh, one-hit wonder stuff? Oh, yeah. Do you want to start with that one, or what do huh? you want to do? The one-hit wonders? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, 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 I was. Did I bring it up with you, D? Or we so? did it in a uh, in a group chat. Yeah, and we kind of like briefly said how it's looked at differently than it was looked in the past because social media kind of keeps you relevant, and it kind of keeps you popping. So that one hit that you might have had, you can ride that wave longer. And I think it was just something maybe we could elaborate on because I thought it was a good point. You kind of brought it up. Didn't we talk about this already? Like Uzi, yeah. we didn't talk about it on air. No, but Uzi had more than one hit. Yeah, he had one more. No, but I'm saying like there's a lot of little dudes Yachty. that had like that had like multiple hits, but they just never showed. But they were kind of I mean, considered like a one. We can hit argue that Yachty didn't, Yachty didn't even have a hit because that was a Dram's record. Yeah, you know, he I just had a, the best verse. Right, I have a perfect Wait, example. Say this again. What who? Little Yachty. Uh, yeah, Dram's record with oh, uh, Yachty. Yeah. That wasn't even Yachty's song, but that was his biggest record. Mm-hmm. What was what was the song? Uh, uh yeah. I uh, forgot the name of her. But social yeah. media allows these people to but have a longer uh, career, right? I have mm-hmm. a perfect example. This chick, I don't know how she lasted this long. Tanisha? Tanisha. Tanisha. Yeah. She had that shit with Drake on. Two on. Two on? No, yeah. that was. That not. was four or five years ago. <laughs> yeah. Drake got on and that. And she's record. never done another. I don't know any other songs that she put and she's out. She's still relevant. And she's still relevant. How's she relevant, though? She's she was, doing like. She was dating. She just like on Instagram. Yeah. 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 She looked good. I mean, you know That's who's. a great you know example, never. You know who he's even. Who's even worse than that? Who? And never even had a record? Who? Cassie. Rita Ora. That's the number one. <laughs> but she's like big overseas. Yeah, she's big overseas. Let's give her credit. In the States, she's not. She she's hasn't had pop- any yeah. hit know, records. Man. She had that party and bullshit record, right? Yeah, they got that's super bitches. And that was like literally like 2012. And then she does movies also. That's like yeah. when the, like the Oscars or like the Grammys, they invite the same fucking people over yeah. and over again. Mm-hmm. And then like, I don't know, like, what the fuck that's all about. Yeah, I mean. And the motherfucker never had a movie. Like, Penelope Cruz. <laughs> she keeps coming. <laughs> she has movies, though. Yeah, man. Yeah, she's, what what movies has she done? She just keeps showing up to, she, like, these award shows. She's in the Versace show. Yeah. yeah but that's what I'm saying. It's like, yo, like, you haven't had a movie since, what, Vanilla Sky? No, she has movies, man. Blow? Maybe No, so. man. <laughs> Blow is good. <laughs> Blow was she's the last one. Oh, she, had, she does, like, this um, Latin Overseas movies with um, Yo, you Pedro, right Pedro Almodovar. Who's yeah. that? Is that his name? Who's the, the director? There's another one where they have like the token black actors and token Asian actors that just show up, and they ain't in, and they ain't shit. They're just trying to make it diverse. The global, the global words. I think it's called. I forgot what his name. They talk about actors, or actresses. Yeah, they, they just up? they they want to make it diverse, so, so they, they just, just like yeah. they invite like ethnic motherfuckers to show up on a red carpet. Yeah, I forget his name. But like Sama Hayek is always there. She the never God. have no movies out. She's always there. Who's yeah. another fucking this more motherfuckers <laughs> she's, like she's that? She's good yo. to look at. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. But yeah. I think with with music, it's just like Tanache was a, a hell of an example. Never, I'll give you that because she I thought had Cassie one was hit. A, Cassie was an awesome. Cassie I, had one hit in 2006. But Cassie right? hooked up with Diddy, so that helped. But no, but here's the <laughs> question: Do you think social media? <laughs> do you think social media actually <laughs> makes it worse for an artist? For good artists or bad artists? No, because mm. it's a distraction from actually making the music. I think if you're in a position where you've had a hit, 
and because you're, you're, you bask you're going in the through, hit, you bask in the hit yeah, too you much. You bask in it, but if you like, if you go dry, like you can't find that hit, social media just somehow just can keep you relevant until you find that next hit. But yeah. no, but but don't you think it's distracting because it isn't making you focus on the music anymore? Mm-hmm. You just focus on being famous. Yeah, yeah, you're not. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, like I think the fact that Cardi made it after Bodak Yellow and then actually like skyrocket recorded a, a really good album mm-hmm. i think that has to show a lot of her yeah and her team yeah yeah like her team got her on focus like yo let's keep recording let's keep banging this shit up. and you got to give it to Nicki minaj because she keeps recording yeah i, I want to say because Cardi- Cardi- and, and she's doing like the appearances at fashion shows and everything that's true. not easy that's man true. yeah like you have to give it up to her man i think cardi's like a definition of a hustler because she came from poverty or whatever. She came from the bottom and then now I she's mean, Nikki, a, Nikki, a lot of these rappers came from poverty. You know what? Most of them. But she's like the recent one. I give Nicki Minaj a little more credit than Cardi because well, Nicki's exactly. older and she's still got that hunger. I get, I, that is true. Yeah. yeah. She's like still, she never she's made older it. and she's still hungry and then you have motherfuckers like Tanache or what's that other shorty's name? Saweetie? Yeah. Well, Saweetie. Saweetie. Hey. She had like a 65% hit. But that that was a year. Well, like this year. year, yeah, top of the year. Yeah. <laughs> still, yeah, she still looks yet. amazing. And it, but she need she need to pop something off soon, soon. She has that right new record out with Rich the Kid. That's actually pretty dope. Oh Is yeah, it? it's called that's Up right, Now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She needs getting played. It's, it's a real she, good club record. She has yeah. she has a good. So I think Jeezy's on it too, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that one record she had would have been the one with Kaylani and shit. I think that was oh, the, uh, that the, the remix. remix. The remix, yeah, but that shit didn't go anywhere, and I thought it was good. I mean, but if you look at like, man, like you look like a, like a Playboy Cardi that had arguably be one of the biggest hits last summer, right? Was like it the Magnolia, biggest? it was, it was the up biggest. there for was a minute. It? Was it last year? Last summer, right? Was it last summer? Was Magnolia. It, last summer? it was yeah. 2016. Sixteen. Right? I think that's when it came out. No, I think it was last summer. It yeah, was maybe last it popped summer. last summer because we it was on our yeah it was oh yeah, it was summer. the first one yeah it was on the first episode. yeah so like him I mean shit I, I mean, hate to I hate to say it but even T Grizzly shit I was on I was but, high on him Playboy man. at least he put on the album it just didn't yeah sell. it didn't do well but yeah. he still has a huge fan base yeah who Playboy Car oh yeah because yeah. he uh ASAP Rocky co-signs him yeah but not only that it's social media right yeah like people motherfuckers can just saying if he, if keep up with their oh, artists i got another artist um trinidad james yeah whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> he, had, he had good hits he, he had a hits he had, he had a hit no he, he had a he had second hits. one was all right the, the my the, new bitch is my sound yeah, bitch is my, that was yeah. the, i actually like that better than the all gold everything, all gold everything. Yeah. and that was like right after that and yeah. then after that he didn't do anything i mean all gold everything i think he had monster. a situation with the label but i think he has hits Oh, but he was two. one. Of, he was the first dude to be like, "I just started rapping last year." Yeah, he yeah. was the first like Instagram rapper. Like he admitted to like getting his beats off of like SoundCloud. YouTube and shit. Yeah, yeah. like pay somebody like twenty five dollars. But and then he got he got that royalty check from uh from that one Bruno Mars song in Mark Oh Ronson. yeah, that's what he was like. Yeah, I'm chilling. Now he's only doing the sneaker shit. So. I mean, he found his little But that one, that one hit wonder gave him a sneaker career, That's right, right, man? Yeah. <laughs> well, he was a sneakerhead before that. He was camping. He was like super in the fashion, shit. right? I'm trying to. Well, we br- we we brought up Little Uzi Vert, right? Yeah. I'm trying to compare him to somebody from the 2000s. Chingy, Jaquan. Chingy. Nah, Jaquan had one. Chingy hit. had like three, four hits. <laughs> I mean, he had Chingy hotel. had a couple of hits. Chingy. He had a hotel, hotel. baller baby. He had um, mm, oh, like um, 
I like no. He wasn't like that. The, the, the problem is this no, though. The yeah. biggest one. Yeah, <laughs> the 50 right there. Fifty Cent jumped on right there. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Right there. But I'm no, saying, he had like four hits. If Chingy had social media, maybe he would have been like a really funny, charismatic motherfucker. Maybe yeah. he would have lasted a little bit longer. That some of those other songs would have yeah. hit maybe more if it was today. Right. Jaquan the same. Because he was Jaquan like, had one. Jaquan hit. was young. He was like he had, seventeen. He so he would have had he would have had a lot of kids like following him on social media. I actually like the second single he put out. Hood hop. Hood hop. Yeah. Yeah. That Think about it. Man. At seventeen like years hood old. Hop? I didn't like yeah, that. Like, uh, <laughs> you're 17 years old. You have the number one song in the country. There's going to be so many kids, the youth around that same age, following you on social media if it was relevant yeah. at that time. You so know he would have been around. Little you know Mama. Who, you know who yep. did well with that social Slow media? Yeah. Soldier Boy. Yep. He was good with that. He was like the chingy. That's that a good point. example. If, if, they, if we would have been on social media like IG yeah. at, in 2006 when Crank That came out. Well, I mean, that monster. was like that was like yeah. the beginning of the social media. That was concept. like a huge crossover. But that was already too. a monster. Yeah, that was so big. Pause. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I was seventeen. I was like, oh, so many. I mean, there's a lot of people like that, though, right? I think that's. I don't know who else. Chingy, Jaquan. I mean, even groups like dudes that the dudes that put out like uh, swag surfing. Like the even the wave that song is on now. Imagine if that's if there was social media when that, that like a there dance was, there was a, a dance associated with that, that song with social media. There was would have been crazy. Snap music. Uh, the yeah. snap music would have been good. Social media. So like there, were, there, were, there was a so lot of there was a lot of dudes that like came out and a lot of groups that came out during the snap when it's music going era. when Young Jock came yeah. out in two thousand six. None of them were around, yo. Yeah. When Young Jock came out in two thousand six, what is going down? He he's essentially a one hit wonder, yeah. Young Jock, but he had the you he know I see it, hits. you yeah. know I see it, and now he's on TV, so that's keeping him relevant with love and hip hop. So Little Uzi Vert is like the new Young Jock, <laughs> kinda. I think he's a new Chingy. Uh, I, I think he's a new Chingy. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that Little Uzi Vert had a big enough song to compare to Young Jock's going down. True. Already, I mean, he just had the following. Yeah, he had like the buzz, but he didn't have like the. No, but big his songs are really good though, like uh, Money Longer. Yeah, he has good songs, but yeah. they just didn't. Like really, skyrocket! Like took off. But he's he still he's still out there. I feel like he's gonna. EXO Tour Life was probably his biggest on, radio record. Yeah, everybody. It was the biggest shit. crossover. Yeah, yeah. But again, like I don't know. I just think I think labels hold him back because they never released his album. They hold that shit back. I think a lot of these people have. Trinidad James had that label with that shit with Def Jam, so it's kind of like. I don't know if the, the label's holding them back. Definitely. Or maybe they should be more independent. As, Do you as, think the label's fucked up uh, Iggy Azalea? Yeah. I, well, No, she fucked herself up. I think a lot of people looked at her wrong because she was white and she was, I don't know, it was weird. Yo, it's like the worst time to be white and like a music artist right now, no? No. I mean, Eminem is struggling. <laughs> G-Eazy. G-Eazy's probably one of like 10 white rappers. Most Post Malone? He's kind of, I don't know, I don't see I him as a rapper. Like people are not feeling like it's just so segregated right now. Like, you've got to be like co signed by the black community, like heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't see like MGK, Eminem. But I mean, for white Post artists, Malone's not really, is he co signed? He puts out good music, man. He I puts like out Post good Malone. Music, but I feel like he's the, way, uh, the, the great white hype for like yeah. white people music. Yeah. Right? He's a white buffalo. He's like a folk singer, but hip hop. By the way, we're talking about a lot of race shit here, and uh, just don't be offended. Just because, yeah, quit yeah. being sensitive. Yeah, 
<laughs> but I'm saying like I'm, if we were talking about Asian people, I would be talking about Asian people too. Like, I'm Mexican. Honestly. I don't care. You, but I feel like he is like you know. Yeah. Would you consider Jeezy a one hit wonder? No, nah, he had a few records. A re- like really big records. Him and I, that, me that myself shit, and I. Yeah. He his but hip hop records no limit no that limit we can that we can play in the club. No, are we talking, that, about, are we talking but, about records? Just records? But he's like he's like one of those artists that was like a housey, right? He's one of those artists that was like around. all over the pop chart, charts. Yeah. When he yeah. first came out, yeah. he was curated for like the radio pop music. Yeah, me myself and I was a. But that's what we record. were talking about that too. That where pop music was in the clubs, and uh-huh. now it's not in the clubs at all. Not yeah. even on the radio that much. Yeah, I think the last. I think it got cut off. 2014, 15-ish? I would say 2016. Was it Iggy? I think right after, right before Mustard. I think that was it. Because Mustard took over for like two years. And that was 2014 to like 2015-ish. I feel like when it was, those pop collabs stopped, right? Like when you stopped having like Chris Brown doing like up-tempo records. Those were good. Like, uh, yeah, three times. Nicki Minaj was doing Nicki that Minaj shit at Minaj was point. doing Pound the Alarm and... Like, Usher was like yeah. those, those songs that Dua Lupa does. Is that her name? Dua Lipa. Dua, Dua Lipa. Lipa. Yeah. She's good. Those songs are great dance yeah. records. Yeah. Like they're mm-hmm. amazing dance records. She's on the hook with One Kiss, right? With uh, Calvin Harris. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah that's, she man. makes amazing. I mean, even that joint that uh, Mark Ronson and Diplo did. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean, that's not that bad. It's it's not yeah. bad. It's I just good. people don't are not for it right now. I, no, I think it's just so segregated where that's now considered white music. I don't you know what I'm saying? Where you where, when you had Usher singing like a hook on a house song, yeah, it kind of like brought everyone Together. into like yeah. EDM yeah. and like yeah. up tempo shit. You know and what you I mean? Flow rider. I don't see pop music as white people music. Is that wrong? No, it, I mean it's not technically, it's but not now right. it has become. It feels like pop music is. Yeah. Am I wrong? I could be wrong. No, I don't think you're wrong. No, I don't think you're wrong. And it, because hip hop is like just, you know what I mean? I don't think you. But hip hop is pop music. So what are we talking about? I mean, we are wrong. In a sense, I think I club th- music was also radio music at one point. I don't know. It's a weird place. Now it's just everything is like it's segregated. Maybe not so with with like uh, race, but just where it's where you can consume it. Like the club has a sound, radio has a sound, and then people just have their own personal taste where they get their music. Like what I hear on the club will most likely majority of it is not going to be played on the radio, right? But before big radio hits were big in the club too. I think it, right now like we found love was huge in the club, but it was a big radio charting record. I just think right now, like hip hop is a new EDM, and some of this hip hop music is like the equivalent to bad EDM songs that were coming out. So we just gotta weather through the storm of the good and the bad hip hop, and then hopefully one day it just goes back to just being good hip hop. I don't know if that makes any sense, but because um, there was some good EDM records and there was some like what the fuck EDM records. I don't know. I mean, I think. I think there was a lot of bad club music this year, uh-huh. but or not enough. I think there was decent music this year. I could be wrong though. A lot of shit comes and goes really fast. I just so. think there's so much crap that just gets pushed down our throats yeah. more than before. Yeah. That uh. Yeah, because I'm not mad at some pop records that have come out in the past year or so. I think the pop. All that Mark Records Ron- I like that new. Um, I like the Mark Ronson. Shit. I'm about to say that Mark Ronson with Molly Cyrus. Yeah. Good, yeah. I don't it's see that good, but people. Just, There's some records I ain't gonna lie that I'm like, like a Little Fleetwood a, Mac. Little it's Fleetwood not sound like a country song. Like, yeah, little country. <laughs> well, who's the who's the lead singer of Fleetwood Mac? Um, Stevie Nicks. It yeah. sounded like she was doing. Yeah, yeah. Stevie Nicks. Yeah. She yeah, sounded yeah. like she was yeah. doing a Stevie Nicks impression though on that record. 
I feel like she sounded like Dolly Parton. I'm not mad at Stevie Nicks' impression. Huh? I'm not mad at Stevie Nicks' influence. I, I'm not mad at either, yeah. but I'm just making an observation. There is a lot of new yeah. music I'm starting to feel that I really didn't think I would. Like the new, uh, there's a new Trippy Red with a with a Tory Lanez. Mm-hmm. It's kind of dope. Yeah, Tory Lanez, man. Like it's kind of dope. I don't know if you guys. A lot of that new Triple X is really good. I like I like that rock record yeah, with yeah. Kanye West, which is I'm not even. Which I listened one? to the album, but uh, it's like twenty. The, is that an album? Is that considered oh, it's twenty album? minutes? <laughs> twenty I, minutes. I like. What are you talking about? <laughs> the new Exit Tentacion uh, record album. Oh, I what? haven't even listened to it yet. It's twenty but minutes. It's twenty minutes. Every song is like a minute to like two twenty. It's mm-hmm. like unfinished shit. Right? But that one with Kanye, the rock record is. I like it. It's Did pretty. It, didn't it already do like one hundred forty thousand? Yeah, something like I'm that. Not, I'm not surprised. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. He did well. That's yeah. hard to do with 20 minutes, no? Yeah. Oh, over LA, I don't know if you guys saw it, but there was a lot of billboards of X, like all over yeah, the show. Yeah, I was noticing a that. A promo. Yeah. Over my house, there's like two big billboards, and then you see them right there. Damn. Well, not right over my house, but yeah. sorry. And they, the radio stations out there are pushing a lot yeah. of this music. A lot. Well, I mean, what's the standout joint? Did sad. Sad? Yeah. yeah. I think Wait, so. sad? That's that's no, no, that's from the last album. No, I mean, the, as far as the new oh, the new album. album. Oh, um, it just sounded really emo. Yeah, it um, is very emo. That record with uh that he has with um, he has an up tempo kind of like reggae sounding record. It's him. Know. It's it, he has a bunch of features on it. It's him. Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> it's twenty minutes. I don't. It's a it's a, it's a club record. It's like one hundred five yeah, BPM. A, there's like two three good records that you can probably play. The rock record. What do y'all play now? New music. City Girls is on fire right yeah. now, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, the Twerk. The remix with Cardi B. Yeah. Told y'all about them. Um, yeah. The <laughs> 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 you respect. Nah, Even I, the, uh, I like the Chopper Style sample on that. Oh, I yeah. just love that record. Um, the Partisan Fontaine is huge mm-hmm. with Cardi oh, B. Yeah. yeah. We've been um, saying that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Y'all playing that money shit? Uh, Cardi B? Yeah. Money? It's, it's hit or miss. It's getting very, like, pushed down our throat. Pause. That <laughs> record is being promoted a lot in radio, social media, and a lot of outlets. And are the new and even the record pools. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. number one, two, three, whatever. That that album is really being How's pushed. How's the Tiger Dip working for y'all? It's working. Are you playing the new Nicki, though? Yeah. The remix. The, um, the new Nicki record or the remix? With the remix with Lil Wayne. A good form? Yeah. Yeah. Girls are yeah. liking that yeah, shit. They right? like it a lot. Yeah. Even the way she just starts out rapping is very girly, but it works. Yeah, I like that beat a lot too. Never's not playing that. You didn't like that. You didn't think that was gonna I, do I, nothing. Nah, I didn't think so. I wasn't feeling. It, it. Has, I like no, it. it has no bounce. That I like doesn't it. Want it. I feel like uh, Rick Rick Flair kind of died. Yeah, would you say that was already a dead? Record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's kind of dead. I mean, it's still Rick you, Flair, you still could drop it. Rick Flair's Flair. opening. Rick Flair was like that gunshot wound that went into the ER, like he was already shot. It was already like you weren't sure if it was gonna make it. It didn't have the legs. What about taste? You huh? get his taste done? How is taste doing for you? Nah, it's doing good. Nah, taste yeah. still works, man. Right? Yeah. Uh, what was one of the big records in New York while you were out there? Cricket. Shit, Mo Bamba. I mean, fucking Mo Bamba. You can play anything from uh, Sheck West. Like, live, you said the live up, Sheck West, oh, yeah. die Sheck West. What yeah. about 6ix9ine uh, from his 6ix9ine was popping. Still, yeah. that record's stupid. Mm-hmm. I brought that shit back twice. Yo, yeah, that's I feel the like, one, huh? Yeah, I feel like Meek Mill oh, is yeah. like, is like, I feel like New York has like. Adopted him? Adopted him. Like, I feel <laughs> like he's like, <laughs> like people s- are like acting like he's from New York right Did now. Did you say he was a new Jay-Z? Somebody said no, that. I don't no, know. No, no, no. I don't know where I heard that from, but someone said, yeah. What song was popping in New York? 
like everything. The Uptown record, how's that doing? Yo, I gotta say this though. I we I was we was wrong about that Drake Meek Mills song. Really? Yeah. I should We was it. wrong about that. That hey, shit is popping right now. That's both popping. You can play, you play both verses, right? Is it because it's Drake? Verses. Or yeah, is it because it's I, a I don't know. Is it, Drake could give us like the biggest piece of dog shit, and we'll still like take it. That, you know? that little baby song. His verse he gave is not us bad, ten man. bars, and he was it goes off. Uh, he made little baby song. Yeah, yeah. I feel like people would have no yeah, idea who like, little baby good, was dude. if it wasn't for that. Yeah, I mean, he does that with a lot of artists. Yeah, but not like I we, both we was wrong about that Meek Mill uh, Drake joint, man. I still can yeah. live with that. Shit hits hard, and motherfuckers wild the fuck out. Sounds good too, right? Um, what's that called? The Harlem shit, uptown shit, yeah. uptown shit. Yeah. Dun, 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 that's, hitting, dun, dun, dun. that's hitting in New York. That was hitting in New York. Yeah, um, you played that shit back. I saw Fabulous was here at Dre's and Constantine recorded him uh, doing the song. Yeah, it was good, good reaction. reaction. Yeah, very good reaction. Fucking hitting that shit. And then, um, yeah, that dreams and nightmares. Mm-hmm. When people hear house party right now, yeah. it's a big. What about like, boss? Motherfuckers really? like, oh, like wow. you think it's like resurged? Yeah. What man. about boss? Huh? Where I'm a boss. I mean, yeah, all of that shit. I feel like yeah, New York was just acting like Meek was from New, New York. York. Yeah. Meek so you could have did like a good uh, Meek Mill, hour Meek Mill in New York. Not an well, hour. I don't think hour. Like a good 10 minute set, if anything. I mean, when, if you could do a three song set with Meek, that's mm-hmm. good. That's so actually you good because you couldn't three. have done that before. Like two years ago, you couldn't have done a Meek Mill set. Yeah, you could do three song Meek Mill set. You could set do three songs. Man. House Party, Boss, James. Oh, no, I, I'm talking about when the, the whole Drake this shit was going on. You couldn't oh, play Meek. Meek was like. You can play any Dreams and Nightmares was working. You couldn't really play that. Yeah. I mean, Dreams and Nightmares, I feel like got big, a lot, like got a resurgence when he got out of jail last year. And then, but the only record we were kind of playing was maybe House Party. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that was like a good neutral, neutral zone. And I'm a boss. boss. I'm a boss. You don't really need to play that, do you? I'm a I, boss. I mean, you were saying songs we could play. You could have played back in the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, could play. Lucas having problems. Yeah, I mean, but shit, no, you don't remember, have to play. A boss, remember when no. Burn was a big record with him and yeah. Big, Sean? big Sean? Yeah, that was a. I played that. Oh, was that opening? a big record? Really? You do? Yeah. <laughs> shit. Was yeah, that a big, big record? That was I don't huge. Remember. Yeah. I, I used to play Amen. A good. Amen was a good record. I actually knew the words to Burn. Like that's how good that record was. I like didn't really play that one. Really? Yeah, I didn't hear that much. I like Big Sean's verse on that a lot. Yeah, he they both yeah. kill that shit. Yeah. I gotta go back. Hey yo, but no, yeah, that Pause. that uh that record with uh yeah, that Uptown is that Uptown record is just good. fire. Yeah, yeah. 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 that shit is dope. And it I think like it's just Chantina's. something about that something about that beat with him and Drake, man. The way that beat comes in, that yeah, just him, yo, just Boom. anything Drake, man. I know. Just drop that shit, and he rides the beat. Pause, yeah, Drake, perfect. Man. He does yeah, man. man the great White Hope? Wait, uh, let's go through um. <laughs> Let's go through Grammys right now. You're excited for the Grammys this year? I mean, I'm never excited to yeah. watch that shit, but. Here we go. We're going to start off with the top categories. And we have. I thought the Grammy nominations were like very interesting. Some of the. some of the uh, good, Yeah, choices were just kind of like, what? Really? It was good choices, but I also thought it was set up for certain people to win. Does that make sense? Based like, on based on who they're up against, like the rap category uh-huh. was set up for like Cardi to win because we, everyone we spoke about this. I don't think Cardi's gonna win. I think she's winning at least two. Crazy. I think she might win one, two, easy I, two. I would never. Easy two. I, I think she might okay, win look. one because look how they pl- kind of played Kendrick with his first nah, album, bro. But they fucking get, nah, They got Kendrick cooked was, by that, and that's why they don't want that. That's again. what I'm saying. I feel like Cardi it's like is champion. they want to see what else she's gonna do. Nah, but there's like. 
Like Cardi is like white girls love Cardi, black girls love Cardi, Latin motherfuckers love Asian sure. people. Like, it's like basically. I know, yeah, but she could be on Cosmo but, and she could be on like the source. Dude, right now, but, but the fans are not picking the winners. It's the industry that's picking it. And they're gonna they pick know. her. They're nah, gonna pick they, her. They always get to get look at the look at the rap category. It's like the realest songs. The was the best rap song. It's yeah. like the realest songs, and then Bodak Yellow. Of course, Bodak Yellow is gonna <laughs> get it. Yo. What's the nominees? <laughs> okay, let's start off with uh, the real, the rap song. Rap best rap performance. Be careful, Bacardi B. Nice for what by Drake. No, 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 no. Do the song. Like, best song. Best rap song. Uh, Best rap song performance? Oh, no. Best rap song. God's Plan by Drake. King's Dead by Kendrick Lamar. Lucky You by uh, uh, Joyner Lucas and Eminem. Sickle Mode and Win by um, J-Rock. She's not in that category. Wait, there's one that Bodiak Yellow's in. Is that best rap performance? Uh, That's a a good category, though. No. I don't think she's. In, I don't think Bodak Yellow is nominated. I think it has to be. I think it's. I, like I don't it think right Bodak now. is he's nominated. Yeah, I don't think Bodak. That's last year. Yeah, it was last year. Oh shit, man! I'm, was I it? could be wrong. Yeah, I looked at a lineup and I was like, that was that dominated was last year. But look, so best rap. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay. 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 I'm so wrong, best man. rap song performance: "Be Careful" by Cardi B, "Nice Forward" by Drake, "King's Dead" by Kendrick Lamar, "Bubbling" by Anderson Pack, "Sickle Mode" by Travis Scott and Drake. That's Drake is gonna win. Drake can probably no. I think Sycamore is winning that for nice for what? I think performance Sycamore is winning for sure. I think Drake's gonna win for nice nice for what? Wait wait say the say the nominees. Or oh, they might fuck y'all, fuck it up and just give it to Anderson Pack. No Best way. rap performance <laughs> is "Be Careful" by Cardi B. That's out. That's out. Nice for what by Drake? That's maybe "King's Dead" by Kendrick Lamar, J Rock, and Future. Bubbling mm. by Anderson Pack. Wait wait King's Dead. That's out right? I don't think so. Uh, I don't think that's, that's, that's doing that. Stop! I'm on that. No, I, I, I think that I think that record. You think that a contender because of the att- attachment so. to the movie, how big that movie was, it all plays a role. I think top three is Sickle Mode, King's Dead, and Nice for Yeah, that's the. So let's look at the politics behind yeah. King's Dead. The movie Kendrick didn't win much last year, right? Mm. So Kendrick, they want Kendrick to show up to the Grammys. Yeah, he wasn't. Oh yeah, he was nominated last year. Yeah, yeah. But they want Kendrick to show up to the Grammys. And they're probably gonna be like, "Yo, we promise you, you're gonna get one." So they might give him. Well, King's no, he Dead. he did win last year, right? But he, he didn't win year. as many though. Is he it? won a couple. But he still yeah. won last year. He won like three. Yeah, yeah. he had like is that twelve the, that's nominations. When that's when he, he won performed. a few. He he opened the show, right? Was that when he opened the show last yeah. year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He won a couple last oh, year. Oh, really? That was before the movie came out too. But yeah. he opened the show. Someone said he got snubbed on a big one though. He said the first album he got snubbed. Maybe the album of the year. First one. But he won a couple of Grammys. Who won album? Bruno Mars. Oh okay. Well, Bruno uh, won. Bruno won all. Of, he won song of the year and album of the year. Maybe we, were, we were like talking about yeah. that. Okay. So that that was a snub, but maybe you're right. Maybe because of that, they. I'm thinking maybe the politics that we like. We got to give Kendrick one this year, so he shows up and maybe yeah. just like. Nah, they want Drake to show up also. So I feel like they won't give but Drake. But I don't think Drake has never showed up to a Grammy, has he? I'm not sure. No, because the way, the, day, the year he did win, he he didn't show up. It got mailed to him, and he didn't go. Yeah, that's when he, he, does, he really care. doesn't fuck with the Grammys, right? Yeah, so right now he's nominated, hoping he shows up, but I doubt he's going to show up. Yeah, so he has a how many nominations does he have? He has multiple, right? He has a lot. And the question is, is do they want? Does the Grammys want to give an award to Travis Scott? I don't think so. Yes, I don't think so. What makes you think they do? I just think yes because of his affiliation with the Kardashians right now. So uh, they want them to show because Astro World is not look the best rap album. Invasion of Privacy by Cardi B, Swimming by Mike Miller, Victory Lab by Nipsey Hussle, Daytona by Pusha, and Astro World. Give me who's you, who y'all picking. Wait, say it again. Invasion of Privacy by Cardi B. Yes. 
That's Swim- a, that's a strong contender. Swimming yeah. by Mac Miller. Uh-huh. No. Victory Lap by Nipsey Hussle. No, no. definitely not. <laughs> Why did they put that in there? Pause. <laughs> and, okay, Daytona by Pusha T. Strong, uh, I think strong. And Astro World, Travis Scott. His best rap album. I best say, rap album. People keep saying that Astro World is the best album this year. Are they out of their mind? A lot of people I mean, saying Charlem- that. Even Charlemagne was on that tip saying that that was one of the best rap albums. I feel like it's going to be between Travis and Cardi for album best rap album. And y'all put. I'm thinking Daytona's winning. Rap. If, rap. If, if the if, rap. If, if the industry peers are picking this, then Jamie might be right. Rap. If industry peers are picking this award, it might go to Pusher. I think I. I don't see I don't see Travis Scott winning. I don't see Pusha winning. I can't see. I see Cardi just. I taking think rap, I see Cardi. Cardi's taking rap. Do they really? Do they really care to see Car- uh, Kylie I see, Jenner? Like I said, I said Cardi or Travis. Is First of all, how the fuck did Be Careful become best rap performance? That's what I was thinking. That was like a afterthought on the album, wasn't it? That was, no, that was, was the first single. single. They pushed as a single, but then it just got blown out the water. I when, mean, when you when have I like it, fucking I like it, and you're yeah, like that was an afterthought on. after a while. My heart is like a package with a fragile label on it. What was it? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I want to hear it's like a package with a fragile label okay. on. It. I think this is one of like the most. <laughs> that was the best rap performance this year. <laughs> Hold on, I think this was a better one. Uh, I kind of want to hear you guys. Best wait, wait, wait. So wait, wait, wait. So sorry to cut you off, Jamie. Okay. So best rap song, what are we picking? Best rap song? Well, it's God's Plan, uh-huh. King's Dead, Lucky You, Johnny Lucas and Eminem, Sickle Mode, and Win by J-Rock. I said God's Plan. God's Plan? You going with God's Plan? Going with For God's the plan. entire year? I'm going I, w- with I would say, yeah. So it was God's Plan, say again? God's Plan, yeah. Sickle Mode, yeah. Lucky You by Johnny Lucas and Eminem, um, King's Dead, and Win. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say God's plan, but knowing the Grammys, they might give that shit to Eminem. Yeah, sick for uh, Joyner Lucas and Eminem. Yeah, I, would I say think rap song. That's rap song. This Lucky is you, rap song. I'm talking. We're talking about rapping song. I would. I would rap. Yeah, song. we talking about the Grammys. They don't yeah. know the difference. I would say King's Day. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna I go with Eminem. What? Yeah, I'm gonna go rapping wise. Nothing's t- nothing. Day. Nothing is touching. Uh, Lucky you. Here's the horrible thing, is that the Grammys are so political right now and it's based exactly, on it's man. not based on like hits anymore yeah. <laughs> exactly didn't they get rid of some committee like some of that committee and they brought in like real like i think ryan fest got remember brought it used in to be like hits in ninth wonder thing. No, it's always been like every other year or so they'd be like some shit out of nowhere that the last person you think will win will win like album of the year yeah i mean like like last year jay-z supposed to win all these awards he got nominated for like 10 and well, he that's who got snubbed. He, he, went, yeah, he got snubbed. He didn't yes. win shit. Yes. I know someone got snubbed. My memory's yeah. so bad. Okay, I want to hear... One of the black guys got snubbed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to hear you guys' uh, take on this. Best rap slash... Wait, so we're saying it's God's plan. I say God's plan. King's Dead. I'm saying, saying Lucky it's Jordan Lewis. Jordan Lucas and Eminem. Lucky you. Okay. Rap, no, best rap slash song. That's a horrible song, though. It, but we're talking about the, rapping. The Grammys love Eminem. We're talking about rapping, though. Anyway, yeah, no, no, but it's a horrible song. It is. It's, it's, it's not the best, but it's cool. It's so not you, like it's no, not like. So if you had a personal pick, what would your personal pick be? Uh, from them, from my favorite. Yeah, don't say win. J Rock win. Why is that yeah. on there? Win. Why is win, that on win, there? Win, Wait, no, no, win. King's Dead, right? Uh, win. I would have to go with King's Dead. God's plan is not really a rappy song. 
It's not a real rap song. It doesn't matter if it's a rappy song. It's just who, it's had, in the, the category. who had the best song. The oh, rap song in a rap category. On that category? God's Dick, Plan. Dickhead. Or King's Dead. Either huh? or. God's Plan or King's Dead. Either one. I'm or. telling you, that association pick with the movie one, is going to help King's Dead. King's Dead. King's Dead? You? King's Dead. God's Plan. I'm God's Plan. Yeah. If Nice For What was on there, I'll pick that anytime. Okay. Best rap slash sung performance. Ready? Yes. Like I Do. Christina Aguilera and Gold Link. That's out for sure. Have you heard that song? No. It's pretty good. Is yeah. it good? I, don't I didn't know I've that Christina. No, it's not bad. So you know who put me on the Christina Aguilera's album? Uh, my boy Jerome Baker the third in DC. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He was like, yo, it's not bad. And I listened to it and it's not that bad. Okay. Wait, wait, hold on. Let me cue up this song. Okay, while you're queuing it up, Pretty Little Fears, Black and J. Cole, This Is America, Childish Gambino, All Stars, Kendrick Lamar and SZA, and rock star Post Malone's 21 Savage. That's a horrible grouping of songs, no? It's it. rap slash sung performance. So it's so rap it's with a feature, with, with a song, song feature. Sung, singing, sorry. So rap with a singing feature. I yeah. do want to hear this Christina Aguilera joint. They need, they need to bring Ja Rule and, and Ashanti. Ashanti. <laughs> Is that what we have to pick from? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I would go with Pretty Little Fears. and because that's I, would take all, I would take all the stars all day. I'd say Post Malone. Rockstar? That's not a bad choice. This is Christina Aguilera and um, Gold Link, like I do. What an intro. Sounds good, man. I ain't mad at that. Who's that, like, ra- who's that rapping? Gold Link. Gold Link. Oh, it's not bad when she comes in. I'm telling you. Her album just got lost. Nobody was looking for it. But no one's trying to check out. for like a, a white singer singing R&B right now. It's just always been her style, though. No, you know but I'm saying it? no one's checking right now for a white, like because a white girl singing R&B, R&B no, yo. And there's no presence on yo, that. Yo, if you if her video, for, remember that song she had with Little Kim? Uh, Light, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that video for, my, for my girls, put it down. For my girls. I know you're talking yeah. about. Oh, you remember that whole album? Yeah. If that album came out now, everyone would be like, yo, she's appropriating black music. Was it the Lady Marmalade? If Chris, no, 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 no. If no. what's her name? If uh, what's what's that other chick's name? Uh, Estelle. No, the one who got uh, fucking Mike Will made it to do her album. Miley, Miley Cyrus. Cyrus. If Miley Cyrus dropped that album, the hip hop album, now everyone would be like, "Yo, you're appropriating black music." Am I wrong? Nah, you're right, man. That's what I'm saying is that no one's trying to check for that shit right now. Like everything's like the black card. Is it that or is it that? People have a picture painted of what they think she is. So when she comes out, it's just like that ain't you. No, now it's just like yo, like if you you have to have like a you have to get like a cosign from somebody. Because right. like in my mind, co- I still look at her as the girl from Genie in a Bottle. For some reason, nah. that's what I think of. Yeah, but do you <laughs> remember Dirty? <laughs> I think dirty, of Dirty. I'm just saying this is what Dirty with Red Man. This is what goes on in my mind. This is just what I what I picture. For some reason, that's that's what I think of Christina Aguilera as. Nah, I, I know she did have like. She Some really good R&B bitch. records, but I don't know, man. <laughs> she got when nasty I think of Britney Spears, I think of a certain thing. I know she had hits with Pharrell. My favorite song things, that she ever did in part was is uh, "What a Girl Wants." 
Like, oh, girl, girl, I thought that was the you best. Don't have to sing it. <laughs> I thought that was one of the best pop songs, Ever? like at that time that she made. My favorite. And was then when that, she did um, "Dirty" and Rockwaller was starting, Rockwaller was producing like mm-hmm, a lot yeah. of her yeah. shit. I felt like I don't know what the fuck was going on. It was to me, it was like a horrible direction for her. What was the song that she remade? That um, but I it did beautiful. well, I guess. I don't know. It that did was my, good. That yeah. was my favorite from her. But it did fuck up her career a little bit because she didn't really get it back till she did that "You Are Beautiful" song. You are beautiful. But that was all on the same album. Was that it? No, yeah. that was another album. No, that was on the same album. I think album, that man. might be right. I think that was. That, yeah, was, that, that might have been the second song. single. No, that was on that album, man. Are you sure? I'm positive. I Wasn't felt that like a, that was her comeback album. No, you are beautiful. No, that was just like that was the single off that album. Really? I wouldn't yeah. find never when it comes to music. Oh. <laughs> was that was a remix, right? Like from. What was? What was her comeback though? She had like a comeback. No, song. after no, the next album was the joint she did with Premiere. And then that was flop. That was uh, it was. But uh, didn't she have a comeback thing where it became like it was more, like, nah, man, everyone loves you, you kind of music. Because you were beautiful was like everyone loves I'm you. Telling you that music. was in that album. Man. Really? Yeah. Jesus Christ. So what I'm you guys gonna up. go with the best slash rap song? That's a horrible lineup. No. Uh, I would. Really. I would take all the stars. Like I said, I say Post Malone, Kendrick, and SZA. I'm well, taking Pretty Little Fears by Black and J Cole. You can't beat that J Cole fucking verse. I don't give a fuck what anybody Can says. we all admit that's a horrible lineup, though? It's not strong. I think it's pretty evened out a little bit. I mean, This is America. You know, what, you know what song should have made it in there? Ty Dolla Sign X with YG. That was a good one. Mm, that should have made it on there. They ain't going to have YG. <laughs> I know. That's <laughs> oh, honey. Just walk through the fucking. That would have been a perfect song. That was a good. That was like, good. On the, I don't know if that Wiz Khalifa. Come on, there must have been too. other R&B songs with rap in it. But also, you got to think about what gets, uh, like, fucking... Um, what? Submitted. Not a lot of people submit their shit. So, you got to think it's about all that, too. Uh, all the stars is probably going to win. I'm giving it... I think so. so. who's going to win? Don't who's who's going to win, though? Who's going to win? I, say the best, the, I think I, Post Malone. No way. I Hell say yeah. Post Malone. He's going to win the other joints. No, he's going to win that one. Rockstar? Rockstar was a big record for him. That was like a number one the song. The first, right? Rec- probably the first big record for him. That one in Congratulations. If he don't get it, I think Childish Man Gambino going to get it. This is America? Yeah. This is America. <laughs> uh, Yo, what a horrible lineup. Okay. Yo, that's like looking at that, that's what we had to fucking, that's what we had to work with this year, yo. Yeah, that is crazy. It's kind of crazy, yo. Here we go. Y'all ready? Um, What's the next category? Song of the year, ladies and gentlemen. You ready? All Stars, Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Boot Up by LMA. God's Plan by Drake. In My Blood. I don't know who the fuck it is by. The Joke, because like, it doesn't tell me the artist, by the way. The Middle by uh, That was Sad. it. And then what's the last So one? this is like for writing, right? Song of the year? There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. There's like eight. This is, this is America... Shallow, Lady Gaga. The middle is that Alesso song. No, that was Zed. Zed, Zed yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah they were the same. Man. That was one of my favorites. <laughs> the joke? I don't know what that is. I don't know what the joke Brandy is. Brandy Carly? Carlisle? Uh, In My Blood. Yeah, I don't know. Sean Mendez. So you got All the Stars, Boot Up, God's Plan, In My Blood. 
I'm fuck. I think the middle would win, right? I feel like Lady Gaga going. You think? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Bradley Cooper's on that song too, which yeah, is weird. You're right. For the, exactly um, right. Yeah, what's yeah. that movie that she's in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What Bradley Cooper, right? Yeah. I said the movie that is from A Star Is Born. Yeah, Star Is Born. Yeah, she's gonna win. Yeah, yeah. That's I was gonna say Buddha. You're out of your mind. Budo's not going to win. Not song of the year, man. <sighs> she I might think, win. Like I think that was actually a, I a think good lineup. I'm wondering what they had to do to get her nominated for that. Yeah. I, I mean, did she put up crazy numbers with that? It was, a, it was a crossover it was a, hit. It was a big hit. I don't trust the Grammys anymore because how many disgruntled artists have we seen get mad at the Grammys? Like, they gave the Grammys, like, their Q-tip. left kidney. Q-tip. And they'd be like, Q-tip. yo, <laughs> like, like, yo you, you promised us this. You promised us that. Even Jay, right? A little bit. Like, we kind of yeah, showed man. up. Yeah. And you, you it, was, it was almost like Jay and Beyonce was like, yo, we showed up. And you acted yeah. like we were going to win one of these joints and we didn't win none of them. Right. right. Yeah. All right. So uh, I feel like a lot of the politics involved with this shit, mm-hmm. there's like a lot of shit involved in that. You think it was just a way for uh, LMA to just show up? Even that artist nah, who they won. they don't care if she showed up or not. Even that but chick who won like Best New Artist, Alessa Carroll or whatever. Yeah. Alessa Carroll. That was like weird, right? That was, that was super weird. That was like a label implant. That, that was, was like, a, that was late too. Really? You said that, that album was like two years old, right? Three yeah. years old. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't trust the Grammys no more. Like a lot of these songs that they're putting in there, pause. I mean, it's like I didn't see. I know Ella May's song was big, but I didn't think it was Grammy song not, of the year? Grammy worthy big. Is I, there R and B category? Yeah. No? So she might win an R and B category. Or I want to see like, what's in R and B category. R and B, y'all ready? Because Post Malone's in R&B and rap. I can see that. Drake um, is in R&B and rap. Okay. Best rap, best R&B song. Boot Up. Mm-hmm. Come Through and Chill, Miguel and J. Cole. Feels Like Summer, Donald Glover. Focus by Her. And Long As I Live by Tony Braxton and Paul Booten. That'll win. is going to win that. You think LMA? I don't know. That's the biggest they, R&B They song. might give it to 20 bats. They, might give, Don- they think, might give it to Donald Glover. I think her's winning. Focus. Is that the one with um with uh, Daniel Caesar? No. Okay. Focus is it's like a really, really R&B slow down song. Man, they might give it to Charlie's Gambino. Budo got it. I'm, I'm saying that Tony. It feels like Summers are a really good record. I, I never heard the 20 bats name, but I'm saying it's going to give it to 20 bats. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, be like Tony Bassett. Why are you saying that? Years? Because they, they like Grammys. Wait, is it feels like yeah, summer exactly. or summertime yeah, magic. Cool. Tony Bassett. Oh, let's give it to uh, You think the Grammys are just like supporting old music? Feels like summer. They do that sometimes. Yo, that's the record with the cool video, right? Feels like summer. Feels like summer. Yeah, Childhood the, the, the cartoon. But that's that's a decent R and B song. Okay, I could picture compared him to like Boot Up, where everyone was seeing that shit. True. I would love to see Boot Up get it. I okay. would too. Best I just feel like first time. Like first, her first year getting nominated, she's not gonna win. She has a bunch of nominations. Like, how actually. many first time nominees actually win? She has like five. Like, SZA didn't win nothing. She deserved. She got she snubbed she like deserved. a motherfucker. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, best rap performance, best R and B performance. Sorry, Long as I Live, Tony Braxton. Summer. The what Carters. is this song? I gotta hear the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Summer. The Carters. Why? Oh, why? What? Summer. The Carters. That's a Jay Z. And Beyonce's song. Uh, Y.O.Y. Uh, Layla Hathaway. Best part. Daniel sees in her. That's the one you're asking for. <laughs> Layla Hathaway. That yeah. is to win. Best the part? Best, best part. Has to win. First began P.J. Morton. But I'm going to go with Daniel Caesar and her. 
That's got to win. That's probably That's one of a, the, yeah. the best fucking records I've heard. I want to hear the Tony Braxton one. Can yeah, put it up. Long as I live. Tony Braxton got like four nominations, guys. Long as I live. <laughs> best R&B album. She's in that too. And hers in that too. Here we go. This is Tony Braxton, guys. She look, she look kind of good on the cover. She always look good. Yeah, she does. Long as I live, Tony Braxton. Yeah, she looks really good, actually. Nominated by Best R&B. She's not aging. No. <laughs> Hell no. Hey. What sound bad? I like that tempo. Is it a sample, never? It sounds like it. It sounds good, man. Yeah, I like it. Damn, 33 seconds in. Yeah, that's going. Nah. Man. <laughs> hey, that's a good song. Sounds good. Yeah. Damn, that's Tony. a really good song. <laughs> Damn, Tony. She, she might walk away Tony with two. Tony still got it. She has a few. She's a few nominations. She's on the best R&B album. Isn't it crazy that music like that is being made and we're not we're not hearing about it. We don't have anything about that's it. That's a, a really that. good sound. Was that on a, uh, on an entire body of work? Like, does she have an album out? Yeah, it's called Sex and Cigarettes, Darren. That's another thing I've, I've missed about New York mm-hmm. is that New York... Like we were just, everyone was just playing music, good music, and I feel like Vegas is just nothing but trap remixes, and it makes me fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Like it's just nothing but twerk remixes and trap remixes. Yeah. Like no one's playing good music, and it's just like, it's just so fucking annoying. Yeah. It's like I really fucking hate. You it. You feel like the essence of the music of the song gets lost. I feel like lost. just everyone's playing. A soundtrack for cryo like the main the main the the main thing about going to a nightclub is cryo and confetti and then the djs need to just play a soundtrack for that yeah and then play like these hits and then get on st- i don't know man you feel like that can't be executed with with original versions i don't know man i just want to hear good music like just music and have people sing along to the shit you yeah. know what i mean and sometimes it might be like slow low energy but motherfuckers be singing but i get like the whole big room thing with like the trap like in the twerk i'm just getting sick of it because every time i go out i hear that shit and so when i was in new york it's like you actually heard like songs yeah you know what i'm saying and it was just like good not saying that that's gonna work in Vegas because right. it probably won't. But mm-hmm. God damn, I'm so sick of fucking. It's because that's mean, all you like pay attention to. Hmm? That's all you pay attention to. If you really deep dive into other stuff, I think you will find it. What do you mean deep dive into other stuff? Like the R and B shit. Yeah, dude, who's deep diving into Tony Braxton's new album though? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> somebody. I, I will into. now. Now that I heard that song, I want to. I want to check the album out. Yeah. Somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Not even R&B motherfuckers were talking about Tony Braxton, yo. That's crazy. Yeah. Because she's like... And look at that Christina Aguilera. That's just sounding good. Moment. Yeah. No one's, no one's supporting that shit. Uh, why is that, though? Like, why aren't not, we hearing about these... That's a, a really great song we just heard, right? It's not champion on the social media, so we're not seeing it. It's not champion on, on record pools. That's what but we're even not seeing. But even the platforms aren't promoting it. Like, iTunes, I didn't get a, I didn't get a notification do for Do you shop on iTunes, Darren? No, but I do get their notifications for new albums. And I didn't see anything about Christina what label, what label or is anything Tony for Braxton Tony Braxton. Uh, Might be independent. Maybe that's the problem. One yeah. sec. That there isn't a machine behind it. Yeah. So, I mean, like, if we weren't talking about it, I otherwise would have never heard that But song. I think that's good that maybe the Grammys are bringing up Tony Braxton. They're bringing up the Christina Aguilera shit because it's good. And, they, yeah. and they're putting it in there, pause. And then, like, 
so someone is actually paying attention. Yeah. For this, I album, mean, we're paying attention. Yeah, she's on mm-hmm. Def Jam, Universal, mm. for this album. Damn. Who? Tony uh, Braxton. Really? Oh man, sad. <laughs> yeah, she's not doing. Pushed. And I think the, her last album was on Def Jam as well. <laughs> oh, her last album was Motown. So, yeah. Have you seen how pushed. many it sold so far? For la- this album that just passed? I wonder if it went gold. I doubt it, man. I doubt it was sold 20,000. <laughs> Seriously. I man. would say like 250. I don't even say that, man. It'd be dope, but though, if she performs that shit on the Grammys, she'll fucking yeah. go gold. That single at least go gold. That's a record I could see getting performed. Like, that's a safe R&B. She's a beautiful woman, but not overly sexy. And it's a collab, right? Uh, what the album? The no. song. I no, that was the same. It's just all her. Long as I live was by her. Okay. Her album was called Sex and Cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible name for an album. <laughs> what is she like? Fifty? Gotta be pushing. She gonna be in her mid forties at least. She's no. the oldest. Of, she's the oldest of her sisters, she's right? Gotta be older than mid. No, I think she got an older. Okay. One of them. Older. She's gotta be older than mid forties. Damn. First no, week. She's that old, man. First week sales was 16,000 units. 16,000? I tell you, man. Nobody's buying albums no more or downloading full albums. And, it, and they, they debuted like 22. Music. It, debuted, they, it debuted 22 on the Billboard Hot 200. All right, cool. So what, song, what, what was song of the year? Let's go through this. In one sec. She's 51. Yeah. Tony Braxton. Wow, she is? Yeah. Born October 7th, 1967. She look good, go, man. Yeah. She look good, uh, though, man. <laughs> yeah. Wait, which one did you ask me for? Black Boom Crack. No, Songs of the Year. <laughs> songs of the Year? We already went through them, no? Song of the Year? No. Yeah, we did. Well, on Record oh, of the did, Year. We did. No, Record of the Year is different. So, yeah, Record of the true. Year. Why is that Record of the Year different? Oh, because well, song one goes to the songwriter and one goes to the artist. Okay. okay I, I like it. Cardi B. Uh-huh. The Joke by Brandy Carly. This is America by Childish Gambino. God's Plan by Drake. Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. All Stars by Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Rockstar by Post Malone and 21. The Middle by Set. Why is Rockstar getting all these nominations? Oh was that was that song that big? That was yeah, a big song. That's a big that record. Was like number one. Damn, man. I didn't, maybe Feeling I just didn't like realize it was that big. It's the crazy shit is because it was hard to play in the, in the right. club. It was like so I kind of gave up on it. 78, I think. BB? I mean, I feel like either Cardi B or Drake's going to win that one, right? I said Lady Gaga. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going with Cardi. Yeah. Cardi. I like it was yeah. huge. Nah, but I think that I think it's just gonna be like a Lady Gaga fest, yo. Yeah. 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 I think it's so like the just movie, the movie's out. Exactly. She had a hard time. Did y'all see that movie? Any of y'all? No. I haven't seen it. Nah. A lot of people said it was good, but Do you know yeah. how many like women and people were crying in that theater? Yeah, I was gonna say I've heard a lot of like really good things about that movie and I had no interest in seeing it. But people telling me it's a, a really emotional good movie. I'm a emotional good movie. I saw the original years ago, bro. Oh, it's original. Oh, yeah. Bobby Streisand. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the middle, or I like it. Cardi she, B. I really want Cardi to be the win. I think she's gonna win a few more than you guys. She's think. not gonna win like the major awards. I think she she's winning win at least like two to three. Easy. I said one or two. I think they're gonna two make her earn it. She might get one, but she'll clean up at like the MTV Awards. Or like. All right, what's the album yeah. of the year? <laughs> of course, man. <laughs> the BET Awards. <laughs> album of the year. She's gonna Inve- win all the Soul Train Awards. <laughs> 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 album of the year. Invasion of Privacy. Cardi B. By the way, I forgive you, Brandy Carly. Scorpion by Drake, Her by Her, Beer Bongs and Bentleys by Post Malone, Dirty Computer by Janelle Monet, Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves, Black Panther album, the, the soundtrack, and that's it. 
And I'm, I'm gonna know about this category, man. I'm the tough of the year. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Drizzy. No, I think Cardi might win that. I think Cardi or Drake. No, Drake's not winning for Scorpion. Mm, You're nuts. No. I don't think Cardi B going to win. I don't know, man. Her by Her was actually a good one, too. Say it again. Uh, We have Invasion by Privacy, Cardi B. Invasion of Privacy. Of Privacy by Cardi B. By the way, I forgive you, Brandy Carly, Scorpion by Drake, Her by Her, Beer Barnes and Bentley's Post Malone. I don't know. Post Malone might. He might get it. That was a good fucking album, man. (laughs) It was. Top to bottom? Pause. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna do it for a rap this year. Black Panther, uh, Golden Hour by Casey Moose Graves and Dirty Who's Computer. Who's Brandy Carlisle? Don't know. What's her biggest song? What's? Well, she was nominated for Song of the Year as well, right? Yeah. Uh, Is she country? The joke? No, because I think the she's thirty-seven. She's rock. Alternative country. Yeah, she wins on spazzing out. <laughs> no, but that's that's kind of like the Grammys. Like, I, that's a Grammy sounding artist. It is exactly. <laughs> like, I could see this song playing, and she's like walking up, getting the award. And everybody's like, I could see that too, D. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and they they showing like Cardi B's face, and they showing Drake's face, and they just like kind of like mad <laughs> clapping. Cardi will fucking get up and leave. Yo, man, I could see that song winning. Oh, no, that's I mean, that album. I can see that album. I can see that also, man. Yeah. I really want Cardi to be to win, though. I don't think. I think they're either gonna really accept hip hop. They have to. But here's the thing: or know. they're gonna they're gonna do the Grammy shit that they do. The thing is that attendance and viewership has been bad. Mm-hmm. So for them, I feel like they have to give some awards to hip hop. Yeah. So more young motherfuckers watch that shit. Yeah. I mean, the big star of the Grammys last year was Bruno, right? He won like what six, but, five or six. But no one watched that, bro. No one watched. I didn't even watch the Grammys. Yeah, we I, had a uh, we recorded that same day, I think, for the Grammys. Did yeah. we? We yeah, did. We did. We, we I didn't even watch actually. It. We recorded during the Grammys. During, yeah. Oh yeah, during we were, the Grammys. We were getting like the uh, winners. We got the winners during, yeah. like on um, IG. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh no, man. I. Scorpion. No, I, I, I would I would take Cardi B over Scorpion. Scorpion is not gonna win album of the year. Yeah, I would I would pick Cardi B over over him. So if, if it were those two, just like Scorpion was like single heavy man. For, it was for the club, and it was only like four singles heavy, right? Like that was it. I enjoyed the album. I feel like God's Plan could have been a bigger song if. I think it was. It could have been bigger. You, no, said, no, you I think said it would have been more respected, like on okay, a Grammy I level. I think it would have been more accepted on a Grammy level mm-hmm. if the rest of the album wasn't as dark. Because the album's kind of dark. It is very dark. Mm-hmm. Like mob ties, nonstop. Like I think if he had more songs that were on, like more like God's plan. If he so that type of. So you saying if that energy. song would have been on like Views, yeah, the Views yeah. album. Then it would have been like a a nice Grammy package. I think it would have been like yeah, like God's plan, nice for what? Maybe yeah. a couple more like, and uh, like package that up with like just hold on, one we're coming dance, home, MIA, controller. something yeah. like that. But Scorpion kind of got, you can say it kind of got disrupted because of Kanye West. Exactly, I think that whole fiasco changed the dynamic of that album, mm-hmm. and I think, I think that because you had God's plan as one of the biggest records. Like in, in a, a long, long time, time in a long time and yeah. I said nice for what was going to be bigger but 
you were like very strong on God's plan. Not nice for what sounds like a party break. It's a happy like song. A mixtape break that almost, Drake is yeah. like freestyling on. Yeah, it's a happy record break. Yeah. But but God's plan was a big impact. It was like the first song that kind of took off this year. What would you say is Drake's biggest record of all time? I would say it's Hotline Bling. Wait. Commercially, probably. Yeah. Like if I'm doing so. if I'm doing like a corporate party and I play Hotline Bling, like everyone of all ages knows the words. Yeah. And they're like singing that shit. I'm trying to think. I would no, it didn't age that well. It's best no, I, I think had. it aged well. Like, no, I, I was thinking about no. I'm thinking out loud. Best I ever had didn't age. I think the best. Nah, for me, I, 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 I would have to. Neck you and thought neck. best I ever had was come on. That wasn't even that big of a contender. Neck and neck, I would have to say the model. Model was up there no, too. Not his model. biggest record. Who do you have? Yeah. Top three. Used to call me on my cell Yeah, yeah I agree. But I feel like the model, any any age, no, any man. race, would man. They fucking that. use the hotline bling for like Sprint or something. Yeah, AT and T commercials. Yeah, it's like more yeah. of a commercial, yeah. more popular, popular. Yeah, yeah commercial. But I feel like the model is definitely up there. Maybe the like maybe the model is more of the like club. Biggest club song. Biggest club. What is Drake's biggest club song? You think model? Model. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Model. You gotta thank Franny for that. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good moment. Um, yeah, that's probably it, bro. I mean, because first album, it was. Uh, I'm thinking even features, yeah, there's none up there. That's bigger than model? I was thinking like new, 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 no new friends or. Well, even I'm what, on what was one. the song? What am I doing? What am I doing? That was on the first album, right? I'm or that just, was. I'm just doing, doing me. me. I think that was the second album. That was. Um, Is that forever? No. Over? Yeah, it's forever. Far from over. No, it's over. Over. Okay. Over. Okay. Yeah. Was that that was first album, right? Yeah, it was first. Some album. of those first songs first are like, they 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 kind of all sound the same. Yeah. Like uh, I'm on one. Yeah. Like I can't tell the difference between I'm on one and forever <laughs> and all this. Some of them like when I'm trying to remember the name of the song, I can't yeah. remember that shit. And they were yeah, like all in the oh, same pop BPM. that pop that for feature, but not. But that wasn't not a Drake song. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know Drake's lyrics on that. I do. Yeah, I, I kind of know them. Yeah, it's I pretty, being it's single, yeah, seeing no. double, yeah, making triple. triple. <laughs> you know, I'm a I'm a Drake stand though. Uh, yeah, I give it to Model then. I guess I don't no, know. Model no Model. I said Hotline hot hot Bling. You're right. Yeah. It's like more commercial. Yeah, so like I said commercial more crossover. Poppy. Yeah. yeah, it was his first number one record. And to me, I just think like people just see God's plan. They're like, oh, that's kind of like yeah. Hotline Bling. Like it gravitates to that more. True, but it's just the sing along effect of God's plan. Is probably bigger. Well, maybe not as big as Hotline Bling. Huh? No, Hotline Bling Everybody took the your fuck off. Yeah, Hotline Bling is like word for word. It's yeah. like and she people look move that little that little stupid that little video bounce. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I play Hotline Bling and I see like white like fifty year old or forty year old white dudes in suits singing that shit. It was just first number one, singing it together, arms around there like like cheers. Like singing, like yeah. you used to call me on my cell phone, and every time I ever said to you, like you see him singing, I'm like, damn. Every time I hear that record, I just feel bad for Dram. Yeah, that was his that song. Was, that was his record. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just completely got lost in well, the show. What was that Drake line when he was trying to diss Diddy? He's like, you couldn't have done what I did. Like you couldn't have done that to this record. Dram couldn't have done that to this to that record. Really? What was, what was his shit? The locomotion? What was it? No. Uh, 
Zero to one hundred. The cha cha. I use the yeah, cha cha. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the Diddy one. <laughs> Come on, baby. Zero to one hundred. That's nothing. Come on, man. The cha cha compared to Hotline Bling. You got to give it up to him for making yeah. some making making Hotline Bling out of that. Because that was an anthem. Beat. What Hotline Bling? Yeah. yeah. Yo, like, look at the records that Drake made. Like, I would argue that Model was a late bloomer. Because it came out around the same time as Rack City. So, like, it was that same mustard tempo. And it kind of was in the mix, but uh, it just I lasted like Model, longer. I feel like Model was a hit from Jump, no? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was in my eyes, it was like Rack City and then, and was and like the record. And then, and then the video. The longevity of Model was what And when he was it. wearing yeah. that Supreme North Face, yeah. that went viral. In the 6'4". Yeah. And that was like a viral moment. With the Nike gloves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like motherfuckers all wanted that. You know what was funny about that? North is that a lot of people in the Bay didn't like that shit because they felt like he was appropriating barrier culture yeah with the six four and the, you know what bro, I mean? you have e40 and Mr. i know Fab but they were saying he shit. did that on purpose to get the love from the from the from the barrier by putting them in the video because it sounded like a barrier yeah, record you need a cosign so you had to have that. a cosign, you need a cosign yeah. when you do that i mean he gave and i get it but i think it was a late blooming record i didn't know if maybe i'm a little off with how far it took how fast it took yo off. you cannot appropriate like you can't appropriate vibes anymore like Everyone's no, watching need, that shit, yo. You definitely need a cosign. You need a cosign. Cosign. Yeah, I mean, he did right by having him in the in the video, but I think Bay Area motherfuckers was like, <laughs> like yo, man, like you kind of like jacking our swag. But I don't think Drake's gonna win anything. Even though I think Sickle Mode deserves what was Sickle it? Sickle Mode's winning one the best rap performance song. I, I I think it depends on whether the Grammys want to give Travis Scott a fucking Grammy. Why wouldn't they? Because he's an auto-tune dude. Like, he doesn't sing. T-Pain never won a Grammy, did he? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'll be tired if he never did. Did The Good good Life ever win anything? The Kanye? Damn. I feel like that may have, but I don't know if it was a Grammy. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know, I feel like T-Pain did win some type of Grammy. Yeah, he did win. For what? Uh, Blame It? Oh, with Jamie Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's one of them. I can't believe I don't know man Good Life Good Life did win Rap song Yeah it did So maybe Maybe he has a chance I don't know The Travis Scott thing to me I think is shaky ground Because I, I know a lot of motherfuckers That do not see But like, T-Pain where, Compared to Travis Scott T-Pain changed music There would, would be no Travis shit, Without I think T-Pain tra- I think I Travis think tra- Scott yeah. Changed music No not more than T-Pain I think Travis Scott He changed the Are way A lot crazy? of R&B people Are, are making you, music Dude Travis Scott is a T-Pain Kid no, but I think they... The, the auto-tune came out of T-Pain. You can't tell me he changed music with I know, T-Pain. I know. Okay, listen. T-Pain brought auto-tune into the forefront, right? right but that level of 70 BPM, like, like, uh, what do you call it? Like, turn up, emo, like, trap music. Like, Travis brought that to the forefront to the point where every... Chris Brown, Tory Lanez, how many yeah. motherfuckers have copied that sound? Rihanna. Dude? Rihanna, everybody's been copying that sound. Pour yeah, it yeah. up sounds like a Travis Scott. Pour it up was before Travis Scott. No, it wasn't. No. 2012, Bet Money. Bet Money. Bet Money. 2012, Me, Pour It Up was 2012. You, might, that, you might be right. Wasn't that from that album? Uh, It wasn't from the Bitch Better Have My Money album, right? No, it was before. No, it was before. before that? Yeah. So I'm Jamie, Jamie like, might be right on that. Yo, Travis Scott's 2015. I'm not no saying one. that he's more influential than T-Pain, but I'm saying he's pretty fucking influential. But not more than T-Pain. I can't. I, you can't. I can't. No. Think of T Pain. Y'all ain't giving no, no, no. I'm saying that uh, that 
Travis created a sound, yo. Well, have they announced who's performing at the Grammys? I don't know that. Because I no, feel like that yet. goes in correlation with a lot of things. Cardi B for sure is having a, a Like who's performing kind of like dictates. But you should announce the performances like a month before. What I'm trying Grammys. to say is like, yo, Sickle Mode, amazing song. Yeah. Sickle Mode performed on the Grammys, hot mess. You think it would have been as big it's gonna of a be song? A hot mess. What it's ha- gonna be? It's gonna be like why no, is this not, even in a contender? I don't contender, think he's gonna right? perform. He's not gonna perform. I think Cardi because you perform. need Drake to be on there. But doesn't that also doesn't that also give you a perspective too? It's like yo, these are dope songs, but then like, all right, let's see that shit live, and then we're like, why are we giving this person an award? I gotta go back because I know. You feel me? I know a Drake. Bit. I know Drake brought out Travis for Sickle Mode, and I didn't see how that video came out. Like I want to see that perform now. But I think it might work, man. No, but if it's different when you're in a fucking arena with Drake fans and Travis Scott fans and you're just screaming the lyrics, yeah. but when you have to perform a song and mm. sound like the record in mm. front of like a you're bunch right. of motherfuckers sitting hot judging mess, you. Hot mess is very, uh, what's Travis Scott's going to be like, ah, and everyone's just going to be like, yo, he don't sound like he's, is he actually playing a song with his track on it? Is he lip syncing? Right. <laughs> That's what yeah. I'm saying is that you can't do that on a Grammy stage and it's just gonna look weird, yo. Um, yeah, yeah. The energy is way different from like, the I concert, think that probably just gear for sickle mode best performance. That's about it. Like, can you imagine the Migos performing a song without their track? Do they yo. even perform without their tracks or were they? I feel I've never seen them perform well, at any awards. I saw um, because I feel like they, they opened, need their track when they opened for Drake here in uh, Vegas. Um, were they playing their track? Quavo had a, a auto tune built into his mic. So whatever, you, even when he would talk, you could hear the auto tune levels filtering through the mic. So his, he had like a special mic for his auto tune. When he was saying talk, everything you could hear it. But what about Offset? Were they rhyming on a track? Nah, they were all. It was all. It was free. all instrumentals. Yeah, Offset. But, yeah, Offset. But they would. They would. Um, like a lot of ad libs were in auto tune. Everything Quavo did was auto tune. Was but, it, um, Were they good? No, they weren't bad. They're boring. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even like. Do I anything. feel like. Like Quavo was around. like, you could tell who's like what their roles are. Like Quavo was like the guy. Offset is like kind of like following his lead, and then like Takeoff is kind of like doing man. his thing on at like kind of like a hype man, which is kind of like reverbing and like saying other lyrics that weren't his. And then everyone's Quav- while he would Quavo's have his shit. the chorus guy. Yeah, Offset's the ad lib guy. Yeah. And then I thought Takeoff was the ad lib guy, and um, it's Offset. Offset is the verse guy. Nah, it's Offset's the ad lib. I think that that kind of like Offset. Turn up a bass. Wicked with dope. Look what the do. Like just saying that shit in the background. But he also has probably few good verses on out of all of them. He has the best features. He has the best features and verses. He has the best features. Like rap, actually, like rapping flow. He's got the best. And Takeoff has that super raspy kind of voice. I feel like it take off those albums. I don't know why, but yeah, how, how did take out take off's album just came and went? Yeah, I didn't even come. Took off. Took off. Yo, speaking it's of no. Offset though, can we talk about the Cardi like him oh, trying man. to get Cardi back? Yeah, didn't it, what I happened? He showed up at her uh, I don't know, performance at a fucking uh, at the Rolling Loud. Rolling Loud, dude. Oh, you killing her. She was headlining the freaking festival. But you don't think that was all planned? By him, <laughs> but not by her. She looked pissed. She, she, was, look, she looked tired. I, think, she looked I, think tired. It, I feel like it, it was um, set up. Nah, she, nah looked tight. she looked tired. She looked tired. She looked Because how can you get away with doing some shit like that? Because QC was probably like, you know what? Go ahead, do it. It will go viral either yeah. way. 
And it's and good she, for his own. So you don't think she knew about it? Nope. No. She looked pissed, bro. I'm a little with Neva. Like, I, I'm there's sure, a lot of layers. Yeah, no, no, no. Man, yeah. I'm sure this is what happened. QC was like, yo, Offset, like, I'm going to do this. QC's like, you know what? You could do that, and it's going to go viral. But, but when you talk to her, we didn't know about it. And then when she complains to QC, like, yo, how could y'all let that happen? They're going to be like, look. That shit was fucked up, but yo, it's all over the shit room. Everyone's that talking about say, it. That motherfucker said, hey, bro, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, How are you going to say that, bro? What, kind of shit? what is that new? I mean, yo, I remember Bruh. back in the day in the 90s, mm-hmm. I had this one Puerto Rican dude who used to call all the girls he fucked the N-word. So he'd be like on the phone being like, yo, like, Ninja, you crazy? He's like, yeah, I'm going to come through. I'm going to break that back, Ninja. And I'm like, yo, like, what? And we're like, yo, who are you talking to? And be like, yo, I'm talking to my shorty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it just became like, started evolving. Who started making it like more cool to like talk to chicks like they're your dudes? Who started oh, no. that? I never thought that was cool. I think cool. that's an East Coast thing. Is it a New York thing? Yes. Like they call him, like I think it's a South and East Coast thing. Don't you think it's like a nervousness though, him calling her bruh? He's like, bro, Perform, I'm sorry. Yeah. A little bit like, and then he did that video. I'm out of my <laughs> element, he and I'm in front of millions of people. And if I call you sweetie, I'm gonna look even like you already look bad at you. Yeah, it's like, might as well call a honey or a yeah. he should call his wife. I would have done wife. That's his wife. Or my baby or baby. baby I'm yeah. sorry. Baby. He said, bro, I'm bro. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nah, like you can't. That, try is, to, that is like a form of nervousness, and then that's though. A, and that's a. Fault. But that was him trying to look cool. Yeah. In a very uncool moment, he was vulnerable. And then that no, but he did that whole video like the day before. I'm just trying to get my girl Cardi back. You know, I love her. I did wrong. But you think he? I feel like he. <laughs> that shit is up. I feel like it's a promotion. I feel his album. I feel like he's using it to promote his possibly his new album. And it's yeah. called Y'all Good. And I think she knows that. And I don't know. I don't know, brother. I don't, I don't, don't do that, guys. Yo, is that the way, like, yo, man, is that the way to get your wife back with a new kid? Not public. Is you can't kid, do this shit publicly. Is that kid six months old? No, maybe. Maybe know. six months old. Uh, yeah, probably six. How did you fuck up that bad? With some dolls. They were like 19-year-old girls. What, what do you mean dolls? Something. Their names are something, something dolls. Oh, like the Cuban doll. Some shit. Yeah. yeah cash yeah. doll. Like, like all that. Of? Like the dolls. And they're 19. Wow. Yeah, but how old is he? 26. That's not bad. Is it? Is that bad? It's not know. bad. Y'all tell me. No, 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 it's not, not bad. Not too bad. I think that's, that's 26 decent. is a cutoff for 19. It's bad. The bad thing is that him trying to smash while he, he has like the number one wife and, and the then, kid. And the Bro, she game. has five Grammy nominations or so. That never matters, though, man. Come on, no, nah, never matters. She's a star in the fucking. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. After a while, you still get tired of smashing one chick, man. I'm telling you, it's true. Remember that shit on in the Best Man the movie? Yeah. The only thing better than pussy is new pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody told me that when I was younger. Yeah, oh, man. Jay-Z. It you told me that shit. It's true. <laughs> he told me those words when I was sad. That was the <laughs> best line in that movie, yeah. in the yeah. best man. Because it, <laughs> it's, it's inevitable, man. It's like, who, t- who Terrence Howard Terrence said Howard that? that yeah. <laughs> and he did it to a Terrence. He's like, man. <laughs> y'all mother. He's like, fuck y'all motherfuckers, man. He's like, the only thing better than pussy is new pussy. <laughs> Come on, man. And, 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 Tate, and then Tate Diggs was like, he got a point there. He got a point there. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude. Like, I remember I was heartbroken. I called Darren. He goes, "Yo, 
New pussy is the best thing. I was, like, I was like, you need to go smash something. Yeah, I like, gotta, <laughs> I gotta pull that up, man. <laughs> man, fuck y'all, man. Guess I, I gotta man. pull that video up. Pull <laughs> fuck y'all, man. man. Come fuck on, fuck man. Fuck y'all, man. New pussy, man. Nah, man. <laughs> that should be the name of the the episode. Uh, New pussy. <laughs> Here we go. This was the best conversation though. You remember this conversation in Best Man? Well, briefly. When they were talking about every like the 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 what is that dude's name? The football player dude wanted like a virgin wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, played by uh Morris Chestnut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted a virgin wife. Mm-hmm. And then they were just breaking down like what men want like we want a chick that's like like a mother but a whore yeah it was yeah, it was deep man pause ain't nothing natural about no monogamy i mean god did not intend for us to be with just one person if he had he wouldn't have given us all this sperm oh these oh, bitches man. would not outnumber us the way that they do <laughs> okay okay I'm, okay so wait were you a philosophy major now man or what? he is a bullshit artist thank <laughs> you i heard this thank you fuck y'all man what nigga? Fuck y'all, man. <laughs> <laughs> as well as I do, ain't nothing better than some pussy except some new pussy. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was good. Yo, man. if you haven't seen the best man, you ain't got to watch the whole movie. Just go to, the go to, go to YouTube. I might go home and watch that. Yo. <laughs> yo, I'm telling you, man, that is the most deep conversation. But it's, it, it's it was so the real. most accurate conversation about men and women from a male's point of view because we look we put women on a pedestal look at all these beautiful women that have gotten cheated on Halle Berry Beyonce, Beyonce shit Cardi it's like these men in the position like of course they love their women or whatever but it's like after a minute after a while you're human you get tired you stop putting them on you don't put them on a pedestal how you used to well, here it is if you break it down to its real essence right the animal side of us the animalistic side of a man right is we want to fuck as many as many girls as we can. The rational gentleman side, the actual like rational uh like part of a man is us controlling that urge. Yeah. And that's what it is. That's the difference between like a dude that literally indulges in all of his animalistic, you know, like uh whatever his tempta- all the animalistic temptation out there. Yeah. And then there's the other dude that realizes if I do that, I lose my wife. I lose my kids, I lose this and I lose that. Your life so now it's not worth it. Yeah. So this, that's a hard medium because I feel like there's a part of a man that that flourishes when you express those curiosities and express those animalistic urges, and it makes you something. And then when you, you tame it, it's like you lose a part of yourself too. You you, you are you're suppressing like a natural. Yeah. You're suppressing yeah. like a natural. Um, what do you call it? A natural reflex is it? A natural like, yeah, reflex is kind of like, yeah, that's a good word. It's yeah, kind of like yo, yeah. like when you bust a nut, you don't control busting a nut. It's a nah. reflex. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? <laughs> it is, yo. Like look, I can give yeah. a great example. Like if you look at like Tiger Woods when he was at his height, he was just like smashing chicks. He was yeah. living. He he had like he had like something about him, but that was just it flourishing. Was, it was because it was available though. Yeah. It was there for but him. Is it different yeah. when you but have he, money now that he? Yes, of course. Now because that availability. <laughs> Because it's a, it grows, it's availability. Because it's, you know, what I, mean? I heard, I heard Floyd Mayweather say, "If I can afford twenty, I'll have 20. Yeah, 
But there was like a swagger he had too. And there oh, was a swagger. Uh. There was a swagger he had when all this was going on. And he, <laughs> since that happened, he can't regain that swag. And it shows in his workforce. Didn't you know he I mean? start losing his hair or some shit? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't lose that, his was, hair. that was one thing. He, but he hasn't he hasn't been the same player since. Was he, he trying like to be? A, was he trying to be the same player? Yeah, yeah. That he shit just got, got him in got trouble, off. man. Yeah. No, no, he just got it back though. He yeah, just, he yeah. just got back. It took ten back. years. Yeah, it, does it took take ten, 10 years. years. Well, almost for 10. him to win another PGA or yeah. major. Yeah, but he was off for like five or some shit. Yeah, he was having back surgeries and things. But I just feel like there's a part of you, like when you suppress it, like like anything, you suppress it, it like it almost hinders you, or it's like putting like uh, what's the term? Like you're building it up, and like it's inside you, you're building up this emotion, and it's gonna come out in some form, good well, or bad. You ever, you guys ever DJ? Like you ever have like the best? You like you DJ the best performance, and you're like and you're kind of tipsy, and you're on that high. Like you're like, damn, I just fucking killed this shit. Yeah, yeah. And you're kind of ready to like smash. <laughs> yeah, right. You're just kind of like, yo, what what is out there for me to smash right now? And you look you out, you confidence. And like, you look yeah. out to the crowd. You Okay, you know that like video. Lion King. Yeah, yeah, you know that video of Diddy. He's like, "Give me something! Yeah! I'm a savage! I'm a savage!" Oh! He was like, "Give me something to do. I'll do it. If you can't do it, I will do it." Von Dutch. I'm telling you, man. Yo, that was the most amazing video. But yo, that's literally after like a dope, was like, like a dope Diddy gig. <laughs> he broke his fucking desk. When you murder like a gig like that, yo. Yeah, and you like yo, it's crazy. Like yeah, that's the feeling. Yo. Imagine Offset was like, I killed all my ad libs. Bring on the dog. And yo, what's the worst shit? It's like when you out of town, you have that feeling. You're like, ah, I gotta go home and <laughs> sleep and get, and get the next flight. It's just like it sucks. You just want to get out right away. Yeah, it's like yo, like yeah. you just have that feeling, and then it just gets suppressed, and then like you're alone in your hotel room. Yeah, and then you st- and you're like, damn man, well this is. You know, like there's not even any like I'm alone in my hotel room. Uh, I got a flight. I guess I should pack or something. Like you want to get the first flight out of yeah. fucking the city you at. I'm telling you, man. You just, just go find the nearest strip club. Just, even still, man, that shit, <laughs> yeah, that shit is the worst, bro. Jesus Christ, have you guys? Been- but it's hard. Like it is. Chris Rock said it best. Didn't he say like uh, men cheat uh, to whatever is available around them? So if you're yeah. famous and if you have more, oh, he said a man is only as low as as his options. Yes. So like <laughs> if you're famous and you have a lot of chicks that want to smash you, you you know you have you have like more options to choose from. And he said yeah. that before he got divorced from his yeah. wife. <laughs> but it's true though. I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just Crazy. it's just one of those things where, and obviously if you have money and people know you have money, I mean yeah. you're just gonna like grab more attention to, it was to easier to maneuver. Yeah. More hotel rooms and flights. But the only yeah. thing now is that I don't think you can have side chicks anymore. Yeah. I don't even know if you can have escorts anymore. Because of social media? Yeah, because everyone's trying to come up. Yeah, they'll put like you like, You can still have escorts. You think there's escorts that are going to keep quiet? I think so. The respectful ones. Like the ones there's some the yeah, high-end ones. Like, Where? Like what escorts? I don't know. I think like the high-end. I feel like they're out there, man. The high-end ones? Yeah. yeah. But the they got to be like on your payroll. Yeah, like the ones the, that are being flown out, yeah. the porn stars. They want to keep I, that income. I think it's only a matter of time before they come out. So when they get, get disgruntled? Yeah, something's going to happen. Yeah. You disrespect me like that? That's what I'm saying. It's not, it's, it's, I'm telling you, it's red flag. It's just like, yo, it's not a time <laughs> to do that shit. Yeah. Offset is stupid too, man. How sloppy can you be, man? And then Cardi seems like she's 
the best of both worlds. Like a good girl and a nasty one in bed. Yeah, I mean, and I, don't, she, I don't know about all that, but she role, looks good. The timing's bad. If this wasn't a publicity thing, I think the timing was bad for him because uh, it's like, like you said, he's they're flourishing to as a couple and they're flourishing individually. For him to do that, it's like you're just being real sloppy, being extremely sloppy. Doesn't it also show that he knows nothing about women? True. The way he's trying to get her back. Yeah. <laughs> like yo, but he's getting her flowers and he's yeah, says, take me back, Cardi. <laughs> But, but who's the management? Why the management is didn't stop the him same from, manager? I know they got the same manager, but why didn't anyone stop him because from because making the ass of himself? Clicks, like, baby. I think the marketing is That's behind it. Like, but I'm saying, it, this is like how you get back like a 16 year old. Like you don't yeah. get a grown woman back like this with a kid. Yeah, exactly. And your wife. That's what I'm saying. She has to wife, be some type bro. of publicity like, stunt, man. No, how clueless? No, I think he's clueless, bro. No, he is. I mean, he only got famous, what, four he years ago? He called her bruh. Like, yo, bruh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That just bruh, might be. I'm sorry. Yo, if you, if you fucked up and you cheated on your girl, never, or D, or Anybody, Jamie, yeah. and you brought her flowers. The last thing I would call is bruh. And you yeah. say, bruh, I'm sorry. That's equivalent like, to like, yo, fam. You can't even take somebody serious at that point. You call yeah, them bruh. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she was embarrassed after that. I mean, I definitely wouldn't. Show Bro, up to their I'm place sorry. of work and make. I it wouldn't do no shit like that. Performance headlining concert. Yo, that's yeah. something I would tell my boy if like I got I like I came late to his wedding. Like, bro, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> bro, she's sorry. wild. That's crazy. But not when you cheating on a chick. Shit, like, I'm sorry, bro. Yo, he didn't even planned what he the fuck he was gonna say. He like, walked out there like, yeah, this is it. I'm gonna get her back. Just yo, walking out there. How dope would it have been if he sang a song? <laughs> Like oh, just talking about that. I was watching John Mayer go live last night on his little, um, his little talk show, quote unquote, live on Instagram. It's called The Current Mood, and he sings, "Cardi, the the, uh, the baby, t- uh, baby, come back." And he goes, "He can blame it all." Oh, so he sang it in Offset's perspective. He goes, "Yeah, me and Offset are best friends now." Blah blah blah. So it would have been funny if we would have brought something along those lines, like a remix to a song. But pull that video up. That was hard. It was hard to listen to you describe that video, so just pull the video off. <laughs> who was he? Did you say John Mayer? John Mayer. I don't know what the hell he's blabbering about. Baby, come baby back. Come. And then the Cardi. And then baby, the, come. And then the Cardi. And then they, like, we were best friends offset. And then. <laughs> pull up the video, motherfucker. You know, far be it from me to meddle in the affairs of the young and in love. But it's the holidays after all. I want to sing a song for a friend I've never met, Offset, for someone real dear in his heart, Cardi B. This one's for holiday love. Spending all my nights, all my money, going out all the time. Doing anything that could get you out of my mind. Is it gonna get good? Well, he just sings a song. <laughs> but yeah, it was funny that you said that though. All right, thanks, Jamie. Random, random, One, Jamie. Wonderful moment to share with us. Okay, Ama- amazing <laughs> moment. Thank you so much. No, but I think, uh, like dudes like that with all that money, they really get sucked in and they think it's all about the money. Yo, on his birthday, like he got like another Rolls Royce. Yeah, from the management. <laughs> Doesn't see. he have like eight of those? Yeah, dude, he has a ton of those. Like, 
Maybe. You mean another one? He's just young, man. It's kind of crazy, no? Yeah. Like, how many times can you drive? Like, different cars. Like, I it's mean, too much, He right? bought her, like, a Ferrari truck, right? He bought her a Ferrari a Lambo truck. truck. Lambo, Lambo truck. truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know, man. She even said, like, yo, look at all these cars we got. I don't know what to do with all these cars. It's just, like, it don't make no sense, man. I, mean, I think one is cool. When you come from nothing, man. I'm about to say that new money, man. Yeah. Like, really, though? I, at some point, I would be like, yo, man, like I don't need another. Like He don't have like an accountant that's just like, look, like you kind of like out of control. Like spending two, three hundred grand on a car. You got like six of them. Do you really need six of them? Like maybe one? That's the that MC Hammer syndrome. And then invest the rest. <laughs> <laughs> spending all that money. Then when the hits stop coming. Like, so how could, how could Offset get Cardi back? How would you do it? Privately? Stop cheating? Wait, wait. Let me hear Jamie. Jamie, if you were yeah. Offset. Privately. Com- wait, no. Okay, wait, let me hear this. It has to be private. It can't be publicly. All right, let's, let's, let's get it from the point where she posted that video where she was like, yo, it's a divorce. It's over. So in your head, what would be the strategy to get her back? First, you got to give her some time. Let her, like, she needs, you don't want to be there because it'll make the shit situation worse. So give her like a day or so, whatever, but still communicate, but not don't be there. Then you gotta, you do gotta pull up at a point. Pull but up I, at a point? Yeah, go to her house privately. Come here. What would you, what would you say? What would you, what would be your main focus? I mean, what else can you say? You cheated. There's not much, you can't, it's not like, you know. I wanna hear what Jamie, if you were offset, what would you, what would you be saying? <laughs> I don't like honestly just like be I don't know like yo he would say bro I'm sorry bro yeah. I'm sorry <laughs> fam no but like yo like you know no I don't know like explain the motherfucker <laughs> like you cheated so, I don't know I never cheated so it's kind of hard for me to get in that situation but I don't know you just gotta okay next D what yeah. would you do if he cheated that means cheated. there's a part of him that was being like secretive like maybe like where he is or what he's doing a part of him is being secretive so the trust is gone so he has to figure out a way to get that trust back or how would you do that how would you do that um i would make everything available to her Mm. meaning passwords um (laughs) emails like you have basically you lost all yeah, yeah, um, you gotta give up these chips. You gotta show your cards. When, yeah, you gotta you gotta be vulnerable in that moment. Dude, be like, look, that's fucking smart. Who do, you know who does that? Um, who? Who's the dude that's married to Tayana Taylor? Uh, Iman Shumpert. Yeah, yeah. he gives yeah. her. No, she controls his Instagram. Yeah, so, so I'm saying, so like at that point, you're losing your like a form of your privacy, but you 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 did it to yourself initially by cheating, so you don't deserve that privacy anymore, right? And you know what's also good is that mm-hmm. they see how many chicks are trying are to slide in your trying. dms and then yeah. they start appreciating you more like damn i didn't realize yeah how many shorties be hollering at that motherfucker. like i have a good buddy a good buddy of mine in new orleans his name's terrence osborne he's yeah. an artist a really dope painter and his wife controls his uh social media as well as his phone so like when people call for business inquiries yeah he'll give out his business cards a lot of times it's just women trying to hit on him he's a very good looking guy his wife filters all of that and is they built trust because he actually went through infidelity and he was like, that was the best way I knew how, was to just give her control. That's amazing. That's wow. Yeah. I think that's yeah. smart. Yeah. Good, great <laughs> answer. That's a good one, D. <laughs> but I feel like that's what I would do, man. Look at Jamie's soaking all of this. Yeah, I know, right? I'm not a cheater, but if I ever get in a situation, yeah. thanks, Darren. Hey, baby. Here's all my passwords. Here's everything. Just take it right now. <laughs> so yeah, just take my phone. So just give me a flip phone. Wow. <laughs> that's harder to track, by the way. Yeah, man. Never. Yeah. What would you do? 
Well, I can't top D. He's at, well. I won't give her my email. That's my personal shit. But the phone. <laughs> if I really wanted to get her back, I wouldn't do all that on IG apologizing. Yeah. Try to get her one on one. Be like, yo, I'm sorry. I fucked up. It won't happen again. As D said, you know what? Here's my phone. I give you access to my passcode. Mm-hmm. That you know that I'm not fucking around no more. It's gonna be me and you. I like the way Never's looking at me. Yeah, <laughs> <saying. laughs> me and you. One on one. It's yeah, like I, feel you. <laughs> I ain't gonna fuck around no more. Right. <laughs> yeah, I got a question. Would you guys give up your location at all times? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Darren, yeah. Okay. I feel like that's a big deal these days, right? <laughs> yeah, they like location's pretty. I yeah. I'm just a lot of a lot of dudes are like no. You know what's funny is I know a lot of girls that have locations on their men and they don't even know. Yeah, I know that too. Like they might share like an Apple iTunes account <coughs> and they can go in and like pinpoint. That's how a hunger caught her boyfriend cheating. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's dangerous in itself. <laughs> I had a girl that had the password to my um voicemail. Yeah. So she knew who was calling me, who was leaving me messages. And at one point that's how I got caught cheating. <laughs> oh. From them from the voicemail. From the voicemail. Did you yeah. get her back? That's some old school shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, old, yeah exactly. Yeah, when he said, she had my coat. <laughs> yeah. That's Yo, good. definitely, yeah. That's some old school shit, though. The voicemails? What would you do, Cricket? Um, so I'm, I'm looking at it from a single mother point of view. So I think her biggest... Okay, that's so, like, I'm, I think her biggest concern is, is this dude mature enough and selfless enough to actually help me raise this kid? Right. And it doesn't look like he is. Mm. So the way I would approach it would be about being a support system for the for the family and a father, and then and be like, and I would tell her like, look, this is not something like I'm not, I'm not going to be able to prove this shit to you in six months or a year. This is going to be a lifetime thing that I'm going to be able to try to prove this to you. But I'm, my main focus is going to be a, a good partner to raise this kid, and I'm not going to fuck up just because I care about the kid and I love you as a partner. And yeah. I would, that would be the main focus. And honestly, the icing on the cake would be what Dee's saying. Yeah. Because I think her main concern is, you know what, like, you fuck around, that's cool, like, you know, whatever. I get it. I think her main thing is like, yo, we got a kid now. Like, mm. why are you doing this shit when we have a kid? Yeah. What if the kid's six or what if the kid's 13? You're not, yeah, you're still going to be running access. around being yeah. reckless like this. So I would, I would approach it from that point of view. And just always be there. And then, honestly, man, this sounds crazy. But I would be like, yo, I'm going to hire or you hire and I'll pay for the shit. But literally hire a liaison or assistant that just watches me. Yeah. And keeps me in check. I got a question. Like some, that's, some, that's, some, that's a little too much. Like, no, like no, some, I'm down for that. Like yeah. some gay dude named Sharam or something. <laughs> Like he's that, with that's you. too much. Like that'd be a, hilarious. He's like a, a ball and chain. You think? Yeah. You like think he, like he's be, literally. Uh, he's gonna be like a what was that dude? Like a, a Bentley, just following oh, a motherfucker yeah. with the umbrella. And <laughs> yeah. Bentley Ponsworth. Yeah. Yeah. One of those. You know what he's I like, might do too? <laughs> you know you shouldn't be going there. <laughs> you know what I would do too? Now that I think about it. Yeah. I might say, hey, look. After all the apologizing's done, let's get in the studio. It might it might be therapeutic for us. That'd be the worst song. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. No, no, I don't <laughs> want to hear. I mean, I'm just saying. It I don't want to hear. It worked, hear a, a Jay, offset it worked for Jay Z and Beyonce. They, they said it was but very therapeutic for infidelity. You know how he fucked up too? He did that video, the selfie video where he was apologizing. Uh huh. And then when when he brought up, he said, "I did fuck those girls, 
Like him bringing that up already no, he fucked said, it up. I think he said no. I didn't. You should he, never say that. He, he admit it. No, I think he said I didn't fuck those girls, but I I entertained it. No, he said I did fuck those girls. Oh, did he? Say, I don't know. He said I did fuck those girls, and he's like, it was entertainment. Oh, maybe he did say what you said. Yeah, I say I think he said I didn't fuck those girls, but I did entertain them. I didn't fuck those girls. Yeah, I, I don't think he said it. I did fuck those girls. I don't, I don't think he admit to fucking them. If so, he's. Yo, yeah. he, but you, should, you shouldn't even bring that up. You shouldn't yeah, even exactly. bring that because yeah, that, that image. The no, you're just bringing that image back mm-hmm. into their head. Like you should yeah, never man. bring that shit up. Right. Yo, this motherfucker does not know women. Here, I'm gonna play it. Uh, I only got one birthday wish, <laughs> and that's to get my, my my wife back, Cardi. You know what I'm saying? We're going through a lot of things right now. A lot he doesn't of mention the kid. Me. I want to apologize to you, Cardi. You know I embarrassed you. I made you look crazy. Doing things I ain't had no business. I was partaking in activity that I shouldn't have been taking in. And I apologize, you know what I'm saying? Breaking your heart, breaking our promise, breaking God's promise. And and being a, a, a selfish, messed up husband, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to be a better person. I wanna get this off my shoulders, I wanna get this off my back. I apologize to you, Cardi. I love you and culture. I wanna spend Christmas with you. I want to be able to spend the rest of life, my life with you. I apologize. I'm sorry for what I've done to you. I didn't fuck that girl, but I was entertaining. You know what I'm saying? I apologize. I did fuck that girl. I didn't fuck that girl, but I was entertaining it. It sounded like you said I did. I did fuck those girls. I heard I didn't. I thought he said I did fuck those girls, but it was entertainment. <laughs> no, I said no. It, it sounded like he said I did. I he could have said I didn't, girls. but it sounded like he said that I did fuck did those girls. I'm saying I he didn't. probably said I didn't, but it sounded like I, I did, did fuck those girls. It was entertainment. Yeah, I think it sounds more logical. And I didn't fuck this girl, but I entertained. Cardi would have been like, "Oh, it was entertainment." Okay. <laughs> what does entertainment mean? You got some head. What is entertainment? It's like, like texting because the text message just like, came out. No, I think Jamie's right. That makes more sense. I didn't fuck those girls, yeah, but, but I entertained, entertained it because it said. So he thought it. about it. Yeah, because you didn't it, see yeah. the text messages. It was like, "Yo, I'm gonna fly you out." I'm surprised they offset can can uh, to say like I entertained the idea of fucking those girls. <laughs> Pretty uh, well, the text message prolific. Like, he, he must have some help with that shit. <laughs> I don't think it looked like he was reading it. Now, yes, but me, he was some Coach, Coach K was helping him write that shit. <laughs> Peace in the background. Uh, I didn't, I didn't fuck those girls, but I did entertain the idea of fucking them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I would ever say that. Like, I entertained like, it. Yo, ma, I didn't fuck them, but I mean, I did entertain the idea. I wouldn't have said that. What is that? Yeah, that's very broad. I'd entertain the idea. <laughs> motherfucker. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Yo, I don't know, man. I think we gave some good advice, though. Yeah. I agree. I think I that... Agree. Yeah, when you fuck up like that with your girl, you either got to give them all access. Yeah. Give up the goods, man. Pause. But I think when a kid is involved, you really... I think a, a mom automatically like I, goes into survival mode mm-hmm. when they have a kid, and it's really... It's it about really becomes about protecting the kid and like and you I said i wish case he would have put incorporated the child more into his apology because what he did was he actually what he did was he didn't he ruined the trust between her but now she doesn't even trust him as a father right because it's like he's you're reckless. gonna destroy everything for pussy even your kid like even this kid but he has like four other kids from different does baby he? Mamas. Yeah. does he he has more yeah. kids yeah. yeah yeah i didn't know that yeah that's crazy. Yeah, what is he that got, shit he got like? Like three different baby mamas, man. Some shit like that. Crazy. Like Jay said, he's like, you gave up all this for blue. That's how she yeah, looking yeah. at him right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
like he's not even a fitting dad it doesn't let even, alone a husband i don't even think he sees like kids like that i think he just sees kids as like yo like what's the big deal as long as yeah. I, I as long as i'm giving you paper to raise that shit like not don't say a lot that of shit. guys feel that way <laughs> but huh? a, lot, a lot of men a feel lot that of, way, a lot man. of in a lot of ways that could just be his upbringing that he thinks that financially supporting a child is taking care of them not actually being raising a, them and being a father you know and that's most young, i mean we're putting a lot minorities. of judgment on someone we don't know <laughs> like we're just, i don't but, know but based off of his actions that's what we that's what it looks like right yeah. like based off of a 26 year old black man that's a superstar with a lot of money but i want to know does he really have four other kids he has a couple. I, I mean, might be sure exaggerating with four, but I definitely know he has like other kids. Damn, yeah. Cardi, is like, Cardi, Cardi is like really one of those chicks that's really like a dreamer. I remember when Cardi right? and him got married. She acknowledged. <laughs> she was like, "Yo, like I love how you like have incorporated your kids into our world, and like made them feel like you know they're a part of our family." Like she actually acknowledged like his other kids. So I don't know how old they are or not, but I know there's at least two. Yes, three. Hey, yo, I have a question. Is and then culture four. Is cheating like uh, a little more acceptable nowadays? Seems no, no. I felt like it seems like cheating always been. I this is kind of acceptable think. on the down low. Maybe on okay. Low. Let me put it this way: Is it being is it more acceptable for girls to cheat nowadays? Yeah. Damn, I don't know. <laughs> the guy, the girls have become the guys. Cheating. I feel like that's nothing new. That's nothing new. No, I don't know. It's always been that way. Maybe it just haven't been put out there like maybe yeah. as bad as the guys has done been doing it, but the girls do it just as and much also as guys it, do. It depends on the situation. Are you, are you sure about that? I believe so. You yeah. don't think social media has brought more attention it to brought a it out there. Girl? Like for example, remember that like oh okay I got the best example. Uh, this uh, when I was in New York, I met this shorty who was like thirty four years old. Mm-hmm. She was a friend of a friend. It wasn't like it was very like on, like friend. it was like a dinner and we were all talking. She was 34 years old. She was a lawyer. She quit being a lawyer to become an actress. And as a joke, I said, oh, did you quit because of social media? Because you saw all your friends becoming influencers and that made you want to like live your dreams out and become like an actress. She was like, yeah, kind of. And I was like, what? <laughs> like you gave up being a lawyer? Like you went to law school and you did all of that shit? To the bar exam is like four days. But I also think... <laughs> I think like yo, people on social media gas you up because you look good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even if you ain't a great singer, these dudes who think you hot will be like, yo, you kill that, yo. You <laughs> so like they feeding this shit into your head, like yo, like yo, you talented, like yo, you you bad. Yeah. So all of these normal motherfuckers are like, yo, I can make it out there. Or like those girls. Remember we used to see those girls that were like brains and beauty, but they just somehow stayed like becoming, staying a lawyer. They stayed a lawyer. They stayed this. It's like now. It's like with, if you're on social media, like that sexy teacher. Remember that th- there's been like some video of some sexy teacher. She turns around. She has like a huge ass. I know you're talking about. And it's been going viral, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, "Yo, I wish there's that was my teacher." Been a teacher like that. No, like but it, like this new video just came out. Oh, like no. of, uh, yeah. And then everyone's like, "Yo, like that's crazy." But you think she's gonna be a teacher for long? Like she yeah. could just—it's viral now. Yeah, she could be somebody could be calling up and like, "Yo, that's what I'm saying." So like these kind of girls do? who are getting this kind of play from rich dudes who like, "Yo, I'll fly you to this. I'll, I'll let's go here and let's meet. Let's have dinner." I think they're cheating more because their options are wider now because of social media. They're hitting like a higher level of dudes. That's maybe like you know if yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I if you're making like sixty, eighty thousand dollars a year, 
the the motherfuckers you're able to meet are always going to be around that tax bracket. Yeah, Am I wrong? That's true. But with social media, if you make sixty to eighty thousand a year, because of social media, you can meet a motherfucker that makes two hundred fifty to a half a million. Mm-hmm. You know I what I'm saying? I think the reasons why women cheat have changed. It's for men. It's always been about it's kind of like a sport, right? It's yeah. like what you can conquer or whatnot. For women, it was an emotional connection that you're not receiving at home, so you look for it elsewhere. You you whatever you're not receiving, you look for it elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Now, it, the, di- all, the it, dynamic it, is different. It's a mixture of women too, because they yeah. love to be pampered. They love right. gifts. They love now the dynamic is different. Now, yeah. like you said, like they might be through social media receiving compliments and love, and it's also getting offers from people that they don't even know. The money and it's attractive. For example, like India Love, that chick India yeah. Love. You know mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Without social media, she just would have been the baddest chick in the in the block. Yeah. Am yeah. I wrong? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't have been able to smash like the game, and I don't know how many rappers she smashed. I'm sure she smashed a lot. Soldier boy, thing. yeah. Soldier okay. boy, yo. She wouldn't have been in those circles. She would have been like the baddest shorty on the block. Yeah. Yeah. Or like maybe yeah, maybe it. if she was mm-hmm. able to get into like the the clubs or the VIP rooms. Where is she from Atlanta? No, LA. LA. Oh, she. She would have been like one of the, the she would have been like not super head, but she would have been that chick, that LA chick that everyone hit up like, yo, you need to come out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But she wouldn't have been to this to this level that. Yeah. It's like when, when all the rappers hit that city, they hit up that one chick. She would have been on the DL because of social media. Like she's she's become this. These motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying, James. Yeah. You, you Black see, China was like that. You see these people like they're making thousands of dollars a day right. from nothing. Yeah. Off of social Post, media, just posting pictures. They're getting sponsorships. The, they're yeah, writing books. I know. I know this chick in particular that she told me how much she makes just posting. She, like she had like a restaurant. I'm not gonna say what restaurant because whatever. But keep it vague. It's yeah. Um, yeah no, let's keep just it say, vague. Keep it vague. Yeah. Don't just, don't to not too many details. But anyway, she posted her eating this place at this place, and she's like, "Yeah, I got 500 bucks." She was posting that picture and a free meal and a free meal. Damn. And I was like. Really? She's like, yeah. On top of whatever I make at my job, I'm banking like six Gs a month just on social media. And I was like, fuck. I was just like, it's good, man. Yeah. I mean, how do you, how do you? But she still kind of remains. She's smart about her shit. She's one of the smarter girls that I know that does that shit. But then I see other girls that really took their talents to the next level, and it's fucking insane. Like yeah, I usually go to women for like the moral compass of shit. You know what I mean? I feel like they they set the moral standards for shit. For me, mm-hmm. to how far you can go. No, to like what's right and wrong. Yeah, for almost anything, right? Yeah. I mean, if it, it's always been, and I, you know, you could say that I'm placing too much judgment or too much pressure on females or mm-hmm. women in general. But mm-hmm. I always thought they were like, in the end. They were the, like the more the moral compass for for men. And you feel different now, huh? Do you feel different about that now? I think with social media, it's. I think it's. Uh, I could be wrong, and I would love to get. I would love to get a female point of view, but I think that the natural, the natural, um, like women want to give birth, or like their their bodies have a like a, a time when they need to give birth. The craving like for that. it, and craving for it, and I think. There's a battle that women have between being married and having a family and a husband, but then being successful and being famous and wealthy. The and money. I think I think it's a lot. 
And you know what I mean? I think for men, and it, and then they have to look good as they get older. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like they have to maintain their beauty. Stay looking good, yeah. So like mm. the standards, like I feel like the standards that women set for themselves were already high before social media. Yeah. Remember? Like they had to look good. They had to get their hair done. They had to do their nails. They had their period every month. There's a lot of maintenance, right? Yeah. And I feel like now it's like, it's to the point where it can drive someone crazy. The level yeah. of pressure. You know what I mean? When before it was just kind of like raise a family, find a good dude. Yeah. Now it's like a, a lot of other things. And it's like, and then there's the judgment. Like if a woman is successful and she's in her 30s, but she, she doesn't have a man and maybe a kid, yo, that chick is like crazy. Like no man wants to be with someone like that. Well, what's, you know wrong what with, what's wrong with her? Yeah, exactly. And if it's the other way around, if she's a great mother and a great wife, they're like, ah, but look at her. She... She's, she's a gold digger. She's with a man. Her man like works. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's just like you can't win it's either a no way. It's a win situation. Yeah. yeah. So for me, I think the pressure on women is so much harder. Oh, now, yeah. Yeah, now. A hundred times. And I think it's I think it's it's great because you're seeing a lot of women flourishing and doing well, but I think the pressure is crazy. And I, and I don't know. I see a lot of more successful. Like when I see couples, like I see more successful women than men. Yeah. The men are kind of like... Yeah. Are like kind of holding down the home. I know. Front. You know what's yeah. funny? My homie was like, he told me this shit not like a few days ago. He goes, he's like, yeah, my I'm a stay home dad. My girl has two jobs. Da -da 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 -da. These women yeah. are getting it, bro. Yeah, yeah. The, and she's making bank. He was telling me, but can yeah. I meet one? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you want cricket? Please dial one. <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't mind being a stay home dad. I'll be a, I'll be a great stay home dad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but our schedules is perfect. <laughs> we watch BET all day. <laughs> <laughs> One of six in Park Rayburn <laughs> on the iPad. <laughs> I was talking to I was talking to one of my boys uh, who DJs, and I'm like, "Yo, when you finish DJing, it's four a.m." And he's like, "The kids always wake up at six for some reason. Mm -hmm. Six a.m. like like clockwork, yeah. right?" And then when they wake up at six a.m., I'm like, "Do you do you like take care of the kids when you're like semi drunk?" Mm -hmm. And he was like, "Nah, I try not to be." Yeah, and I said. Is it bad if you take care of your kids when you're drunk? And I didn't think it was. I, think it, <laughs> I mean, it depends on what. Are you drunk, drunk, or you like kind of. I think your priorities coming are off different from your dad and a DJ. What? You coming off from being drunk after a night of. You're just sobering up and you're still a little buzzed. But is it bad if you're a little buzzed and you're taking care of your kids? I think your priorities are different because you know you're going to go home to that. So you would have to be like, okay, let's not be that fucked up. I think if you're taking and care of And how fucked up are you getting as a DJ? Huh? Are you getting blacked out drunk as a DJ? I don't know. I'm just saying, like, is that bad to wake? Like, it's just nah. like. But how, like, yeah, how fucked up are you? Your buzz. I mean, obviously, if you're throwing up at the fucking breakfast table, then you're drinking <laughs> fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're talking about, like, a buzz. I'm not talking about violent drunk either, where you're, you're talking about. Like, like, if you're taking care of the kids. If you still. Like, you still feel fucked up. If you're taking care of the kids in the house, it's okay. But if you have to, like, get them dressed for school and drive them to school and, like, kind of do bad. all that, that's bad. So, I, I, for example, I was dating a single mom, right? Mm -hmm. So, after the club, I would head over to her crib. I'd be drunk still. And then she would have to take her kids to school. Yeah. And I would wake up. And then I would maybe cook the kids breakfast. Yeah. And then take them to school. But I'd be drunk. But yeah. I'd be, like, more playful and happy. And they'd be like, oh, shit, this motherfucker's, like, all happy and playful <laughs> and shit. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't hit and the girl was cool with it because I wasn't like you know belligerent so you wasn't violent you wasn't hitting them I don't think they but see, if, like I, if I was sober I just would have been like hey what's up guys but yeah. because I'm drunk I'm like yo <laughs> get over here I'd be like ah they'd be like oh this motherfucker like he's crazy and then like obviously like 
I just started thinking about it like <laughs> recently where I was like, that's damn, man, like, is that bad to no. be like, drunk like that? No. And I don't I was, think so. And I was talking with, um, uh, what's his name? One of my boys, he was telling me, like, I didn't realize it when I was young, but my, my dad was like high <laughs> all the time when he was talking to me. Yeah. And I was like, how'd you know? And I'd be like, I think back, and he's like, I know that my dad was on Coke. Because he, he's like, my dad would like go off on these things where he would just talk, 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 like yeah. spilling knowledge. And he's like, my dad had to be on Coke. I know he was on Coke. Just strong ass coffee. I don't know. Nah, I think it was just. But it's just like you just don't know when your fucking parents are high and shit. But I, it's true. I don't know if it was. A bad I mean, when thing. I was a kid, my father drank a lot, and I witnessed him being drunk, like drunk, but doing fucked, fucked up. up shit. Just passing out, but he. <laughs> like, yeah, but nothing like really bad, like life threatening, like like him like he never like threatened me, like. Get over here. Choke the shit out of me. Like, yo, what the fuck you spit that milk for? But I was just thinking, like, what if my kids were like, man, I like you better when you're drunk, dad. (laughs) You like more fun when you're drunk. (laughs) Like, give me a shot. (laughs) I know. I I got a story, man. I never forget my, uh, one of my uncles, he he got drunk. And this fool, like, like, he was like, let's play cowboys and Indians. And he, like, tied me up, like, my hands and my ankles. (laughs) (laughs) And he had, like, a, a, a tank with, like, snakes. And he, like, put me in there. Oh, shit. And I was tied up. You and I was like petrified. I was crying like to the top of my lungs. But he was man. drunk. Yeah, he was he drunk. Was he, he was just laughing. And then he like put the rats in there to, to feed the snakes. Oh, and they was like going around me. And Dude, I was how tired old were you? I was like four or five. Holy shit! Are you okay? You yeah, no, I was traumatized. <laughs> I cried for like. Did you tell your mom? Yeah, my mom was furious. Like I don't. They they squashed it, but oh shit, it was a big deal. Like, That's it was bad. Yeah, that sounds Do good. you have a phobia now? Of nah, I, lo- I still like snakes. But at the time, it was just being in that in that Dude, combined, four, five being in that little tank. Oh, and that's crazy. Seeing the man. snake like chasing the rats and like everything was fucked me up. How long were you in that tank? About ten minutes. Oh, I thought it was like an hour. Nah, even ten minutes is a long time. Even a minute. Come on, man. Damn. <laughs> that's <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, man, that shit happened. But he was drunk. But it, like as I got older, I was like, I could laugh about it. You know what I mean? Because yeah, he, he was fun. Like he wasn't. Do y'all still joke about it? Yeah, because he's not a harmful guy. Like he's a fun loving guy, so like I knew sure. he made, he was trying to be funny and sure. do some funny shit. But it Dude, sounds like, like a sociopath right now. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, he does that to his own. What is it, your uncle? Yeah, your nephew. Can you imagine what he does to strangers and like in a bar? <laughs> probably stabbing motherfuckers in the bathroom and shit. <laughs> Who put a kid in the in a tank with snakes? Yeah, man. <laughs> and, and rats. I want to talk to him. Bring him on. <laughs> Call him up there. Shit, man. The question is, is that if that happened, if that happened to your kid, what would you do? Uh, I would be pissed. If, if, especially if my kid came home crying, I'll be pissed, like fighting pissed. So after after he did this, you told your moms. Yeah. This, did you was this in the, in your house at the time or? No, nah, this house? was at his house. Well, my mom went over there, and for however they squashed it, they squashed it. I don't. I never really asked. Oh but, shit, man. Yeah, it was fucked up. So I couldn't even go home right away. I was still at his house, and I was just like on the couch. Like, did you like pee on yourself crying? No, I was just crying, man. Like. I didn't know what else to do. I was like so nervous. And he was laughing. Yeah. And then he like had me tied up (laughs) and I was like kicking. That's crazy. (laughs) That's fucking traumatizing, man. What up, man? Before we go into the next topic, though, guys, uh, we got to do our DJ City sponsorship. So this episode of the Road Podcast is sponsored by DJ City. DJ City is the leading supplier of new music for DJs around the world since 2001. Yes. Since 2001. Uh, they've been providing working DJs with the latest club and radio songs. 
including exclusive intros, remixes, acapellas, and more. Any DJ can subscribe for less than a dollar a day. You can get all the tools you need to rock. Party, club, mix show, bar mitzvah, a picnic. I don't know. You call it. So check out DJCity.com for more info. Uh, What do you call it? Hey, uh, I wanted to talk really quick about this Drake and Kanye shit. Mm -hmm. Just because I was listening to Joe Buttons and they broke down one line in sickle mode Mm -hmm. that Drake said. And because when I thought, because remember when Kanye, he was going on a ramp. He was going on a crazy forty-eight hour rant about <laughs> Drake and shit, right? Mm-hmm. And basically, him like Drake threatening him and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. And do you have that line, Jamie? I'm pulling it up now. Uh, I didn't. So the only line I thought was a diss was the checks over stripes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. But then that was that other line where he was talking about how he's neighbors with Kanye, and he's just like, "What? You have it?" Yeah. He goes, "I um." He goes, uh, I still got scores to settle. I crept down the block, made a right, cut the lights, paid the price. Ninjas think it's sweet. It's on site. Not nice. Bag, bag, I don't know that word. Baguettes? Baguettes. Baguettes in my eyes, yeah. So if you guys don't know, I'll pull it up now. Um, that line where he says make a right? Mm-hmm. That's literally how close he is to Kanye's house. Yeah, there's like, a. I'll show you guys. I'm pulling up the picture, but they legit. So that's the that's the map. So crept down the block, made a right, <laughs> cut yeah, the lights. That's crazy. So that's that's basically him saying that. But I, I'm surprised people didn't catch that because I forgot what song on Scorpion he said. I can I live. I can throw down and hit hit it with rocks. Basically, like I could I could hit your house with the rocks. So it has to, I don't know. I don't know how people barely caught that on. I don't know, man. If I heard that and I was yay, I would be a little tight, man, with that line. That like, yo, what did he say? Uh, he goes, I crept down the block. Yeah. Made a right. Yeah. Cut the lights. Paid the price. Oof. People think it's sweet, but it's on sight. That's crazy. That's basically <laughs> like. Jesus Christ checks over. It's like some drive-by. Some yeah, drive-by like I'm going to come by your crib and like, fuck <laughs> you. It's on sight. It's like. I can understand why Ye's then, But the, the whole out, verse is kind of like going at Ye. Lost my respect. You're not a threat. When I shoot, my shot is way like I'm Shaq. See, I don't know. It's That's crazy. I'm going I, give, I mean, I understand why Kanye's fucking upset. That shit is fucking disrespectful as hell, man. Yeah. It's a sneak diss. And then he was like, oh, my God. He, he just called me. Drake just called me and threatened me. Travis called, called me now. It's more threats. And he's, like, crying on social media. Yo, the worst part is Kim Kardashian getting involved. Yeah, she was like, what is she? I forgot what she said. But you wouldn't be around. You wouldn't be here without Kanye, like Kanye. Okay, people that think shit. that. What do you guys think about that? Do you guys think Drake is in the, um, kind of like a, a baby of Kanye? Kanye kind of helped him. He was on already. Kanye did kind of help him out a bit. In what sense? Never. He directed that video. That was shitty. Uh-huh. It was shitty. But it was video. like a Kanye approved video at the time. Kanye, Kanye was like the hottest rapper at the time. Yeah. He kind of like gave the gave Drake that but approval. But as an artist wise. I think as an artist wise, what Kanye did with 808s and Heartbreaks, it's what it took the T-Pain sound to another level. Mm-hmm. And it was obviously... Kid Cudi behind that as well, mm-hmm. but that sound that he created with 808s and Heartbreaks birthed Drake. It birthed Travis. Birthed Scott. a lot of these motherfuckers. It birthed everyone. Yeah, yeah. that whole 
just using auto tune for like and having rappers actually sing like, like the concept the of actually having yeah like yeah. create melodies mm -hmm. and all of that like that's what 808s and heartbreaks did and to be honest like i can see where kim kardashian is coming from but she, she is shit. just not the motherfucker to be saying that yeah. shit. right she doesn't know that so shit. she's not the credible source that should be saying huh? it she's not the source that should be no. saying it in any can you imagine having like let's say me and you have beef like dj beef can you imagine me going on twitter going off on you nah and saying you wouldn't be a product that's great like, let, yeah. let's say like you open for me or i open whatever the fuck and then i went on twitter like yo this motherfucker just burned me yo like he played all the hits yeah yo fuck this dude this dude even trying to dress like me now <laughs> blah, blah, blah. and what if i just did that on twitter it would look crazy yeah yo that's crazy to me and then and then my girl get involved yeah and then my girl just go on twitter like yo He's right, yo. Like D wouldn't be anywhere without Crooked. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I just she's not the crazy. one to say it, but is there is truth there, right? Some truth. There's truth. She shouldn't say anything, man. Cause yeah, like, I, I agree. She shouldn't say shit. It it made, it, yo, it made like it made Kanye look like a pussy on a whole nother level of pussy. Nah, I wouldn't say that. Yes, Hell I would. Yeah. Yes, nah. I should girl jumping in, bro. But it doesn't. I don't think it makes you look yeah. like a pussy, though. Nah, man. It's I just mean, women. It that's just a woman being riding for her dude. Nah, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Crazy. Nah, he already looked crazy with all those tweets, and then having your girl defend you. Yo, that's she, crazy. I guarantee she probably didn't get approval from him to do that. She just did it on her own. Nah, he probably approved that shit. He was like, <laughs> "Yeah, do it, do it." He was probably okay. like on his hands and knees, covering his face, and she's like, "I'm telling I you, I got to get involved." And I guarantee like, if. If uh, Amon Schumpert had beef, Tiana Taylor would say something, and she wouldn't give a fuck what he had to say about it. She but would she do seems it. more credible. That's what I'm saying. Like she, women, I feel like women when they when they feel like the protector of their man, they don't care what you think. Almost, they're gonna get their point across to protect their man. Nah, because there's there's mad instances where like women never got involved. Like Nicki Minaj never got involved with the Drake and Meek Mill. I agree yeah. because she was cool. That was different. Because she, she was, was cool, cool with, with both of them. Exactly. She, she wasn't cool with you Drake. Think like Kim's that. cool with Drake. Kim no, I'm saying Nikki no, was Nikki was cool with, Drake. cool with Drake with the Meek Mill. So she kind of like she, she kept Drake. What I think is Drake fucked. No, I think Drake was fucking Kendall, right? No, Drake know. was fucking Kim for sure. I don't think so. No, how you why you say that? Because I just because what when what proof? Yeah, this is two, 2000 before he got with uh, she got with Kanye. I yeah, but say wasn't that. wasn't that that other dude that the the whack basketball, the basketball player? player? Yeah. Oh. Uh, she got married with him within yeah. a year. What was that dude's name? We can't even remember, but yeah, I know you're talking about. Six like Je Jeffries? Or Jeffrey Humphreys or some shit? Chris, Chris Humphreys. Humphreys. Oh, yeah. Chris Humphreys. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I th I think Drake hit. I'm going to go off of I don't that. think Drake hit. Nah. I'm going to go with Drake hitting. I remember when Drake was hanging around like, the Christmas parties. Mm -hmm. I think he hit Kendall. I wouldn't be surprised about one of the yeah, other kids. Probably. I think he smashed Kendall. I don't think I mean, he smashed And then Kylie tried to like defend Travis and shit. On Twitter too, so I'm saying those people are whack, man. I just there's some truth to it. Kanye needs to when, when did hip hop become like a fucking soap opera? It's like loving hip hop. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, man. I want to say that. Maybe. I don't know. Kanye definitely know. definitely created a lane for a lot of people, Drake included. I just think we don't need to know this much about yeah, man. Like actors or performers and artists, because the thing is, like, I think they're all horrible people. I think they're all fucking yeah. self-centered egomaniacs. Give me the music, man. If Drake yeah. knows that Kanye wasn't responsible for the stuff getting about getting out about his son, like what is he still holding on to? Like why is this it? goes back since I find your love? This goes back. There's a video where that breaks down all that shit. When Kanye says the reason why me and Jay Z did watch the throne was because of Drake 
because he was putting pressure on us. So we had to do that. There was, and then there was a clip. I think Mo's death was like, yo, he was scared of Drake even living in that premises. That is a little weird, though. That's a little weird for Drake to be living that close to Kanye, you know. But it's it's it's, <laughs> it's a bit, it's a small neighborhood. It's Calabasas. Yeah, it's but not like a chill, place. like chill. It's almost like yo, if like if, if I move somewhere it's and like a, then like it's like a form of trolling, right? Yeah, like no, but a, I think that and, and then like four colors that call me like yo, I'm, I'm gonna live right next to you. I'm like yo, why? Well, why are you living there, <laughs> Zach? Why? Man. Why Zach? Go back to Seattle. Yeah, why no, I just th- I I I don't I think why you on my shit like that? I think Drake lived there before Kanye lived there. I want to say. Huh? I think Drake lived there before Kanye. I think. I wonder. I'm not too sure, but I think. Not before Kim, because Kim's been there forever. But I think Kanye, uh, Drake's been there. This goes back to our conversation earlier today. Because where is that, where's your that source? source comes from. <laughs> yeah, man. This is the source that Kim was fucking Drake. No, I'll go with the source of him living there because the day he won that Take Care Grammy, he was in that house that he's that that Calabasas house. That's the same house, and that was 2012, 11ish. So I want to say he's lived there before Kanye. Yeah, but Kim, the Kardashians been in Calabasas Kanye, forever. Kanye, buddy. Kanye's been there not that long ago. Because he just bought that house that they were building. I remember all that so shit. So you think he was smashing Kim during the take care stages? Probably. That's what I'm saying. I think that era, Kim was giving up. But, I mean, again, that's speculation by me. But it just sounds right. It sounds like, why, would, so? why would he hate Drake like that? Why would he hate Drake? I don't think Kanye hates Drake. It to be with jealousy. I think it's more, think it's more music competition music, Exactly, yeah, that's it. I don't know. I think it's music competition I think it become, But then they, they were, Drake and Kanye were going to do a joint album together for a while. It doesn't matter. It's still competition I think, at the end yeah, of the day. I think at that point. It's, it's just, it's one of those things where keep your enemies close. Right? I think if he genuinely hated Drake, he wouldn't be making efforts to explain the situation and apologize. If he genuinely hated, he would just let it ride. I think he has love for him, but it's just turned into what it is. And I don't think ugly. it was ever love. I think it was just like, yo, just keep your enemies close. like, And just like, yo, this is competition. Like, you know this dude about to blow up. Yeah, yeah. You want to be cool with him. I think, it's kinda I think like he loved. It happens with DJs, too. Like, when you know, like, a DJ's about to blow up, everyone yeah. just starts, like, jocking him and, like, leaving comments like, yo, you the GOAT. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, think, I, I genuinely I think, think Kanye loves Drake the way Jay-Z loves Kanye. Huh? The way Jay Z loves Kanye, I think Kanye loves Drake that same way. Like, it's, that's my little bro. I don't think so. But I, think, I don't ever want to see you do better than me, maybe. I think Drake looks up to Kanye and he's like, yo, this is my idol. I can't, yo, if I could work with him, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think Kanye's like, damn, this little motherfucker's about to take my shit. He's about that's to take exactly over. how I feel Jay Z felt I feel about like Jay Z felt the same way about Kanye yeah. as well. But that's my big, that's my little, my little he bro. About to, he about to take over. I don't even know if it's my little bro. I think Jay-Z saw like Memphis Bleak as my little bro. I yeah. think he saw Kanye like, yo, who is this little motherfucker? Like, why did Dame sign him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like, oh, and then, yo, he gave me my beats, whatever, dope. Like, cool. And then like, damn, this motherfucker blowing up. Well, Jay-Z did like, say now he's I like can't really, brother. I can't really like, I can't really hate on this motherfucker just <laughs> Damn, that, that was, was not me. That was you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, like, uh, I can't really hate on this motherfucker either because he's blowing up. So I might as well just stay close and stay cool with this. Yep. Yeah, I think in the midst of that they developed a, a close relationship. Crap down the block, huh? In you the think midst they, of that, you think they got a close relationship like that? Jay Z and Kanye. I think they at one point they did, well, but now Kanye, it's just, I want to ask a question. Do uh-huh. you honestly think Jay Z cares like that much about Kanye? Somewhat, I think so. I mean, the fact that he brought him up on the Meek album, he still cares. 
when he compared them to Michael and Prince? I think he cares. I don't he's think like, so. He like you trying to like Michael and Prince me and How Ye. bad would Jay Z look if he if he came out like that's not really I don't really give a fuck about Kanye. He that would look that. worse. But that's that what I'm saying. Like, that's why he's gonna say like yo, that's my brother. Like I he's like, that's my little yeah. brother, we fight that that whatever. He cares, I don't think man. I don't think Jay Z cares because even even before they had the beef, like the interviews when he would speak of Ye, he always spoke of him in like a very high regard. Dang. Very like his last interview on the Breakfast Club when he talked about Ye being the first to do a lot of things musically. He always spoke of him very highly, and I think he, there's like a brotherly love between them too. I think, when but you it's be, like a sibling rivalry at the same time. I think when you become successful and you, you know, like you ever heard that term where motherfuckers are like, "Yo, hang out with motherfuckers that are." as successful or more successful as you mm-hmm. um you know what i'm saying just to stay in that mentality or whatever yeah. yeah i just think motherfuckers who when they get successful and they surround themselves with successful people i think the the level of friendship changes mm-hmm. so i think they are friends but i think they're like rich people successful friends right if that makes any sense I understand. But it's not saying. like the bond between when you're like when money doesn't matter. Yeah. I think when kind I think they're friends in the point where it's like I have opportunities. Why don't I share some of those opportunities with you? And when you have opportunities, you share some of those with me. Right. That's like a that's like the friendship thing that they have. Mm-hmm. And I think they did grow close, but I think it was always based on money and success. Yeah. Like Kanye going to Rock Nation and leaving Dame Dash, that was, he even admitted, that was a the, career a move. move. That yeah. was a career move because his mm-hmm. heart told him to stay with Dame Dash because Dame Dash believed, him more, believed in him more than Jay did. Yeah. So I think it's one of those things where like you start hanging out with rich motherfuckers or motherfuckers who are successful and it becomes a thing where they start showing you how to make money, but they also taking a little bit of your style, t- taking some of your ideas. And then you're just kind of taking from each other yeah, and then you're making money off of each other and it becomes that thing but then once the money stops the dynamic of the friendship changes and then the real shit comes out where competition is like well how come you don't hit me no more yeah like how come we ain't cool no more i i'm sharing my ideas with you yeah like you just did a song with with drake how come like you didn't hit me up yeah you know what i'm I saying think, i think that holds true for jay-z i feel like Kanye, there was a point where he really, really looked up to Jay-Z and thought of him as like a true brother. And maybe in these instances where Jay-Z stays quiet and doesn't have his back as a brother would, it affects Kanye because he thinks Jay-Z should maybe have his back. And Jay-Z's just like, nah, like I'm staying clear. Staying out of it. Yeah. But I think that he really like, even um, that song Big Brother where he like breaks down the relationship with him and Jay-Z. It's like to me that's like how he really feels about Jay Z, like a big brother, but they still have internal beef a Fam. lot of times. Fair. Jay Z is like keeping his distance from Kanye, right? Uh-huh. That's mm-hmm. not what real friends do. That's like career friends. That's but like successful friends. But all all his friends are keeping distance from Kanye. Don that's C. what I'm saying. Like everyone cares about their career to a certain point. Like I'll help I'll help you behind the scenes, but yo, I can't be seen with you, fam. And that's crazy. Because I could never imagine doing that to any of y'all sitting at this table. Like, if y'all going through I've some shit. I've done that to Jamie Mad Time. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He <laughs> does, y'all guys. going through some real shit. I'm, I'm I Kanye would, and I couldn't, I couldn't imagine Jay-Z. myself. Jamie, you're like, let's get some to eat. I'll be like, why don't we just postmate it? You know what I'm saying? Like, let me see what you in a restaurant. <laughs> and then I got the bill. I got the bill. I'm like, Gary, something like, wait, what? Yeah, it's like, for all them people to, to leave him, 
does that speak volumes to them or does that say that Kanye is such a bad person that they can't really be No, no, him? I think it's a, a little bit of both. I think he was using them a lot. Uh-huh. He was taking a lot of their ideas to help the Kanye West machine. Uh-huh. But I also think it's it's that thing where like they didn't need him anymore, so they didn't need to give him the ideas anymore. So they just kind of like, well, now I could just do me. Mm-hmm. And Kanye has never been a support system for anybody. Yeah. So he doesn't know how to be a support system for those motherfuckers. Maybe to the extent, I, but I don't know, man. He like shows up to Virgil's he shows. Yeah. You know what I mean? Virgil still does um, suits for him. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Man. I think but Kanye was always the vehicle. <laughs> Kanye was the vehicle. Virgil might have been like the gas, and like but well, out of Don everyone, C might have been the engine. But you out know of what I'm everyone, saying? Don C is like he knows Don C the longest, and then Virgil probably right. Yeah, yeah. IBM. And the IBM and then Jerry Lorenzo's. Yeah. Wait, what shoe came out on Saturday? The uh, the Jerry Lorenzo. And when uh, did he spaz out? <coughs> that? When did he spaz? When did J- uh, Kanye spaz out? Oh, Thursday. Fr- I think it has to do with that a little hey, bit. Hey, bro, listen. Conspiracy theories by Jamie. That's good. That's yeah. a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, but he always does it when when shoes are about to come <laughs> out that are like the top because usually I, I I mean I didn't really deep dive into it but your phone. I didn't really deep dive into it, but I think he went off around the time when um uh he what's his name? Virgil dropped the 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 fucking off whites. The off white Nikes. You might have some it, it reminds him of all that time, right? He, he might and he can't he can't and then, see, wait, he wait, can't wait. shit on Jerry. And then he can't shit on Jerry and then not only that, but um three fifties did come out on Saturday. The yellow ones, the piss the tennis ball looking shits. And he did mention, you try to shit on 350s? You try to take food off of my kid's mouth? I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking sneaker-wise, but... I'm just thinking why we, why he took so long to come back at him. He, yeah. decided, he decided not to like go off of him. On the Joe Budden podcast. On Ro- Drake? Yeah. Yeah, Rory said, it sounds like he just listened to Sicko Mode yesterday. No, exactly, yeah. No, no, because Drake asked to clear a song with Kanye. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the, the that's what started it. Okay, that was okay. He could have said something about that, but he just went on with everything else with the three fifty. Well, he went on about that because it's like, yo, why, how, why, why would you make a song like Sickle Mode? Why would you do, dedicate all of these songs and hating on me, and then have the nerve to hit up my team to clear a song for you? Am I wrong? It's true. Of course, it's gonna bring up all that other shit. You know, so I think that's. So what you think that it was the clearance? It wasn't. It had nothing to do with no, Jamie. No, one hundred percent, it was the clearance. But I think it also. I think because I fear God was I, a big push. The, for super, like, the fear God Nike shit. I think that also had to fuck with Kanye, because it's like you see everyone doing well, and then here's another motherfucker asking me to clear a song for him. Fuck him, yo. Fuck everybody. Fuck. Fuck like, Jerry, fuck Drake, fuck all of these motherfuckers who using Nike. me. Because mm-hmm. Jerry and Virgil stay with Nike and Don C stay yeah, with Jordan. That's why he's like in f- checks over stripes. Like it, it's become, it's become like a cool thing to just shit on Kanye. And then Travis is with Nike. Yeah, it's like sleeping I, with. I just enemy. think like yo, like there's a lot of shit that, and I, you know what? And everyone says like yo, it's like you know. Kanye keeps bringing up like mental health and everything like that. Blah 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 blah. And it's like yo, I think. It's like the social media shit is fucked up. Yeah. But I also think that Kanye West is already fucked up. So, like, when you have someone who's fucked up, right, and they're not trying to work on themselves, and but they have, like, millions of dollars and millions of followers and all of this influence, 
it's just gonna magnify everything that they're fucking doing right yeah like if you crazy and broke like no one's gonna hear about it but if you crazy and famous <laughs> yeah and you got money it's like now you got this whole big machine behind your craziness <laughs> and it's like magnifying the shit it's like amplifying the shit yeah so it's like yo like it's not even like it's not like a neighborhood crazy anymore yeah or like yo that dude's crazy like that's the crazy motherfucker on the block it's the crackhead <laughs> now it's like yo this is the crazy motherfucker in the whole world like look it's like a festival crazy yeah. now mm -hmm. i don't know i think he just needs to like sit down unplug like yeah. literally unplug like please man just give us the music go go i love when kanye used to go away and you like see him in a rare picture but why does he have to make music why does he have to keep making he has enough money right now i feel like he has good, a good amount of money right now i feel like the adidas and yeezy machine is moving yeah i think he can go somewhere shut off his phone and like literally help make houses or something i think he feels like he needs to continue to make music in order to build his his brand um i remember in the interview he said like i can't be successful to these designers if i'm not making music because the music is what keeps me relevant no, no, to no. them it, that was was that when he was talking to sway yep no but that was when he needed the music the money that money. music makes right. to drive the fashion he mm -hmm. doesn't need that anymore he has adidas money and yeezy is a, almost a billion dollar company right now right yeah but adidas is not funding for his for no no but yeezy is already it's on it's it's on it's making money yeah, so it's, yeah. it's, 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 a, it's not, a machine and now. it's not a he's not in a position where he needs to make music mm -hmm. at all yeah do you so, know what i'm saying so, so like he's only making music on some Nicki minaj shit to literally like stay relevant stay relevant Ooh. but i think cardi b is kind of fucking with Nicki a little just like drake is fucking with kanye yeah and it's an ego driven thing where it's like i think it's all ego it's all yeah. ego but see we've i forgot to mention zero to 100 that's another big drake record that we didn't mention just yeah. to my head. Was that, but I, that think it's like a I don't think it's that big. I think you don't think that's up there with like Hotline Bling. No, I love Zero Twenty, but no, not really. I think uh, that was like the first record where I was like, he's really rapping. I just, like, I think, just what I'm coming home. I think that's bigger. Hold on, than I'm that. coming home. Hold on, I'm coming yeah. home. I think that's bigger than fucking Zero to Hundred. Yeah, I think Hold on, I'm coming home is second to Hotline Bling. No, no, I think that's like no. third or fourth. What's second? It's in the top five. Well, Models is second. Oh, sorry. Okay, sorry. Right. I don't even think Models. I think so. Third. Yeah. Maybe I think yeah. it's third. There's got to be another song that's bigger than that. That's cheesy that we never that we never played. cheesy. It's got to be another Drake joint. Ah, uh, that might be it. Oh man, I might have been the one. Yeah, you said that was his first number one, Jamie. Uh yeah, Holland Bling. First number one ever. Oh, One Dance. It's not that. I mean, one dance is set number two. Not no, closer. Not better than. No, hold not, on, we're going home. Not better than model man. It's up there. It's top five. No, no, I'm not talking about club. I'm talking about like music, like uh -huh. music charting. And no, like, hold on. I'm going and home. Like crossover, second, probably and crossover. No, one dance was huge. Not bigger than the other one. Yes, it was. It was. One dance is bigger than. How, no, I don't think so. You say you saying one dance is number two. Number two. I, I think, think it's, it's Hotline Bling and One Dance. No. Yes. I think so. I think One Dance was one of the first records that like actually was charting like really mm -hmm. fucking well. I think Hold On, We're Going Home was like maybe top ten. It didn't break yeah. to like number one. I think the success of uh, Rihanna work and him being on it propelled One Dance. Yeah, uh, yes, yeah yes. definitely. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely, absolutely. You like? Um, we talked about everything. Yeah. Huh. Wait. Damn, we're oh no, we didn't talk now, about huh? the um really King of R&B. Okay, let's do it real quick. 
<laughs> what do you guys? You want to pass on that, or it's you want to talk about it? R. Kelly. I want to say R. Kelly too. Are we talking about all time or generational? No, well, no let's not talk about like Marvin Gaye and all this. No, shit no, 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 yeah. But in recent, so honestly, the top three that I can think of for the past thirty years of my life, for the decades wise, is R. Kelly, and then it's Usher, and then Chris Brown. Okay, uh, let's break it down. In nineties and two thousands, who's the king of R and B? R. Kelly. R. Kelly. R. Kelly. Who's second? Usher. Usher. Usher's in two thousands. Nah, Usher's mm. late nineties. Late nineties, two 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 thousands. I think nineties was R. Kelly. Chris Brown. Chris Brown was after that. Chris Brown was after Usher. Yeah. Who was up there with Usher back in the day, though? In the two thousands. Tyrese. <laughs> um, not even close. <laughs> Donnell Jones. No. No. Joe. On a badly level, Joe was nasty. Yeah, and he had club records. Not really. Yeah, yeah he, had, right. he had Ride with you. I mean, Ride with me. That was like two thousand. Yeah. That's like a. Um, the only thing I could be thinking he had, uh, don't want to don't want to be a player. KC and JoJo. Yeah, well, we talking about artists though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we talking about uh, male performers. I'm not talking about groups. <laughs> He's such a crackhead. <laughs> would you put Would you put Maxwell? In? Would you put Maxwell in there? Huh? Maxwell? I say Maxwell. He was like here. on a different level. So he's more like the like uh No. Like uh gonna bring up D'Angelo? Get out of here. <laughs> That's another one that was big in No R and B world. Wasn't Usher. Wasn't even close to Usher. The only one close to Usher was Chris Brown. But before no, before Chris Brown, who was it? Huh? It was just R. Kelly and Usher. R. Kelly R. Kelly on like a ballad level. Like just songwriting and just hits. Yeah. It's got to be fucking R. Kelly. Yeah. Damn, bro. you like breathing like you running a marathon. <laughs> Who, me? Yeah. Are you sure? So it has to be R. Kelly. I, huh? can't think, I can't think of anyone better than R. Kelly. I said genuine. R. Kelly. Oh? No. Nah, genuine. Who's, who's the new, who's the potential now? King, king of, of potential hip hop. Uh, king of R&B. Trey Songs. No. Miguel? Miguel, Miguel probably. Yeah. What? Really? Really? You're questioning Miguel? I mean, right now. What? Yeah. Miguel? Yeah. Who, who, Kaleidoscope, uh, that show was a great album and the first one. Fuck, I give it to Jeremiah before Miguel. No. Really? No. Jeremiah got more joints to me. Are you I, crazy? I think Miguel got more like substance to his music, man. It's like R&B, think R&B. Yeah, Jeremiah. Oh, no. I think, I, I, think about, like, I give it to Ty Dolla Sign. When, you think about, when I think about love songs, I think about uh, Miguel first. Like how many drinks? Um, adorn. D- adorn. Do you like drugs? All I want um, is you, Vixen. What? What are these songs? Little uh, shirt thing. These what? are all Miguel hits. Yeah, sure Sky was Sky. Skyfall. Skyfall. Um, oh, Sky. Whatever. Walker. Quakey. Yeah, you you need to listen to some Miguel. <laughs> <laughs> Miguel, really? Yeah. Yeah. Come through and chill right now. I don't know. There's um, a few hits, bro. I think Jeremiah has singles. Miguel have albums. albums. Bodies of work, buddy. Yeah, Miguel's up there. I can't picture More. Jeremiah with too much range, like as far as. Singing. And Jeremiah always have like a somebody on the song with him. Yeah, Adorn was a big ass. Are we R&B missing someone record. from the '90s? Because was it only R. Kelly and everyone else was just groups? No, there's just a lot. There's of, a lot of groups. Like huh? The Keith Sweat was still around in the '90s. Cause I'm thinking about you love bringing up. Didn't you bring up Keith Sweat? Last time? I never bought a Keith Sweat. <laughs> there was a lot of groups. Like you had like you had like One Twelve, Jagged Edge, uh, like, Drew Hill. Like you're always bringing up Keith Sweat. 
Why you say that? Sleepy Brown. You think he's a legend, though. But. Sleepy Brown. Boys to Men. There was a lot of groups in the in the nineties, more so than was like yeah, a solo yeah, artist. Exactly. Keith Sweat is kind of up there. I'm not even. Well, his last hit was like ninety uh, six. Like nine. Who Keith Sweat? Yeah. Like ninety eight. Okay. I think it's late nineties. Yeah. Um, That's an easy one though. R Kelly is R Kelly. Yeah, uh, top so to that. bottom. I mean, I think TP, TP2 is one of my favorite R&B albums ever. Woman's Threat. Yeah. Is that the double, the double disc? TP2? Yeah. No, 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 wait. No. That was Chocolate Factory. No, 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 no. Um, Chocolate Factory was a step, the stepping album, which TP2, no, it was the one with the red cover, mm-hmm. the red and black cover. That was like one of the, oh, the double album. Yeah. That was the double album. It was yeah. the double album. That was it amazing. Was, was it called? It was called. TP2 just, was the one where he's rocking the fur? Yeah, the white, hair, the white yeah. fur with the white. But the double album, what was it? Was it called? It was just like the R. The R. Just called. The yeah, R. Yeah, yeah. That was an insane. I remember album. that joint he had with like Cameron and Noriega. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jay Z. Yep. <laughs> be so ride, be ride. Yeah, yeah. So dope. Hit the shit with Nas in there. Yeah. Yo, he had so many hits. No, all, that R album was stacked. Nah, and yeah. had the joint with Crucial Conflict. Don't let yeah. me out. Don't let Woman's me out. Don't let me out. Yeah, don't let that me was out. Um, had Gotham, Gotham City was on there. Yeah. Not chill with that, though. I believe I Can Fly was on there, too. Yeah. It was on that end on the soundtrack, right? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. R. Kelly's a king. He is a king. Is that it? Does yeah. he does he mess with Bobby Brown though? Hell no. Come on, yo. Bobby Brown really? Bobby Brown like two albums, man. But I mean the impact Bobby Brown had. I love Bobby Brown, but he's a little overrated, man. Remember when Whitney said king he was the R&B. king of R and B? What did Jamie Foxx say? He had his moments with Rocks and Blunts. King of, <laughs> nah, king, he's like King of R and B? King of R and B? Rocks and blunts. <laughs> he said ribs I and barbecue. Like, I feel like Bobby, Bobby Brown dethroned himself from being the king of R&B. Once he got hooked, once he hooked up with Whitney, he was just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna." Yo, yeah. if Bobby Brown has social media. I don't know if he. I don't know if he would have been as revered. He would have oh, been a monster. He'd have been. Oh yeah. He would have been an absolute monster on social media. But it would, he'd have mm. been hilarious though. If imagine if him and Whitney had a account together. Or what if this, when they had the reality show? Do you guys Imagine remember a reality? show yeah. like that? No, do you remember the reality show they had? Yeah, no, man. Yo, yeah. it was hilarious. Did you ever see that scene where they were talking about Bobby Brown shoveling shit out of her ass because she couldn't? She was so constipated. No way. <laughs> she was no, mad at me. I don't know about that. He's like, you remember when I had to, I had to like scoop the shit out of your ass because you were so constipated? Oh my god, that sounds horrible. And then she was like, baby, why are you telling them this? Why are you telling them this? And he was like, he was just like laughing. I just remember he was so high and like his eyes was like closed shut and he was like putting Neosporin under his eyes because he was like saying that that helps you with your like your bags. I, I remember like, that shit was yeah. crazy. Like putting Neosporin, that shit burns, got to burn. Just put it under his eyes. I'm telling you, man, motherfuckers get money, it just magnifies. That would have been an amazing IG account. That would have been yeah, sad. Man. That show was hilarious though. It was sad, man. It was kind of because Whitney was, was like sad. the you look like the downfall of Whitney both was of their so careers, skinny man. when it was taping, man. It looked like it was bad. Like she, had but you could tell like why they were in love though. Yeah, because they were really. A, <laughs> it was a mess. Like a, they were a good couple, it but was it was good, like, they got they got was, high together. Yeah, man. You could tell though that we because I remember the whole thing was like. Why would she? Because we always saw her as like a like such like, an elegant, like, upscale, like, like an elegant. Yeah. There was an elegance of Whitney, right? And yeah. we didn't know there was and like she was this, classy. We didn't know that there was this ratchet side of her. The way she was presented right. to us with her music, she the was way like the Clive Davis put out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and then the bodyguard. And then we always thought that Bobby Brown like tainted her. That he was, yeah, yeah but no, nah, but he didn't do it. was the opposite. Yeah. yeah, there was a surreal <laughs> moment when I was at Playhouse one time and Whitney Houston walked in <laughs> with Ray J. That's and crazy. I was like, "Yo, that's when he was smashing that." Huh? that that's like towards the, when she almost she passed away, and I remember that vividly. I was like, "Yo, Whitney Houston's in the club," yeah. and then like all the shit, like bodyguard played in my head and shit like that. But it was crazy. I can't believe Ray J was smashing that shit. Okay, <laughs> that's I mean, a low point. Man. Are we, yeah, man. Done? <laughs> yeah. we are done. Sorry for a long podcast, Actually, guys. Um, we did want to talk about Supreme and like Christmas shopping and everything like that. I mean, we. Do you want? To, you look tired. Listen, Supreme is in a downfall. I called it about a year ago. <laughs> what else you want no, to I do. I do give it to to Jamie where he called like the Supreme. I don't think they're done. I just think the resale no, no, value is slowing down. So yeah. I I I I'm pretty good at kind of like calling shit out because I called the Ultra Boost. There's mad like times that I got into it with people on Twitter. There was this guy that used to call himself um, the Boost God. Cause all he wore was boost. Yeah, yeah. Where is he? Where are all these? People so now around? he changed his name to Teddy, cause his name is Teddy. So I have a question. But he got into it with me because he was like, "Yo," cause I said in 2016, like November, I said, "This boost shit is dying in the next year, right?" And it died. And then he goes, "No, what are you talking about? Are you crazy?" But you don't think it's trying to make a comeback right now? They're putting a bunch of shit out. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. The thing is, Boost is a technology. Yeah, Boost is a technology. The problem is the Ultra Boost is an ugly, it's a, it's a dated looking shoe now. Yeah. And they've done so many color renditions yeah, of it. That's that why they're trying to bring back the original colors now. Yeah, now they're dropping the original colors. But anyway, but he got into it. And then three months after that, somebody called it out. But like, yo, Boost is still going. And then he was like, uh, the Boost guy was like, yeah, I told Jamie that. Where is he at now? Blah, blah. And then like, like six months later, the whole shit was dead. But a lot of those hype, hype beast uh, social media accounts, they're going down. Yeah, because honestly, they just ride on a wave. I mean, all the YouTube stars are going down, right? Fucking. Like Rice Gum. <laughs> Rice Gum isn't even. He, he's like, I think he was like, I'm not even focusing on YouTube no more. Nah. There's no point. There's only one good YouTuber that I still watch, and his name is David Dobrik. And he does vlogs, and they're four minutes and 20 seconds long, and that's it. What do you attribute this change to? Just kids growing up? Yeah, kids are growing up. Think, people are not looking at like the same shit like they once were. So the boost was cool until Kanye stopped wearing it, until people stopped wearing it. Then it's not cool. Then it just fucking crashed. Same thing with Supreme. I, I knew it because they opened up the Brooklyn store, and then I had heard... They're going to open up more stores, and then they got bought out, and they said, yo, it's going to be more of a wide market. So just, I was like, this isn't a crash because everybody's going to have the access to it. I think Supreme's going to have one or two drops a year that shut down the internet, but it's not going to be a thing where it used to be. Where it was The like, box yeah. was just dropped, and, and it, it used to go for like 1000 bucks the day off. Now it's going for like five to 600 if yeah. that. So, I mean, not to knock So, it's it. going to become like Bape, because Bape kind of resells for, like, maybe 25% more, right? 20% no, more? No, there's some... I mean, depends on the shit. Like, I know somebody that he has a he has a shop in L.A. called Exhibit L.A. or Exhibit A, something like that. But he goes to Japan and gets all the cool exclusive shit, brings it back, and... And it sells high? It sells high, because you can't get the Japan shit here. I've been looking at some of the stores that, like, carry Supreme and, that, and like, do a lot of the resale shit, and, like, even their... The engagement on social media isn't as high. Like, they're not getting as many likes. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the interest in all of that has, has actually yeah, fallen. Yeah. And it's like... 
it's actually spun around to sneakers a little bit more. Yeah, now it's more sneaker based, but it's not. It's always been sneaker it's based, indi- but it's more sneaker based. But there's no now. individuality anymore because it used to be Vir- cool. the Virgil Off White Nikes brought it back to sneakers a little that, bit. That the Travis Scott the because cross. before before that before the Nike uh, Off Whites. There was a more focus on Supreme and all mm-hmm. of that shit. I think that the the turn was the cause for both colorways, the even the Rockefeller ones, the Air Force ones, all that cool shit bringing a comeback. That was kind of like the turn, and then so just, basically last year Complex Con. Basically, yeah, and then the the, the takeoff was all the off white shit, the Sean Wotherspoon shit, all that. Sean Wotherspoon is yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not. He lost his Nike joint. I heard he lost it. It's called. It's not official though. This is like no, he, he it's round. It. Two, it's a uh, the round. The guy from round two, uh, Sean Wallacepool. Yeah, no, I'm saying it's not official that he lost. No, he uh, that's a f- he said it. Yeah, he said Nike's not dropping this shoe or this other shoe that I had lined up. So, it basically kind of. So is that like, is that like basically, like the confirmation stamp that reselling is just not going to get. It's just like they're really turning their back on reselling and that whole. Nike was never really cool on reselling. No, no, no. But that's like the fact that they ha- they had to make that shoe number one because he got voted in. He right? won. He won a competition. They released it twice. He kind of cheated, but yeah, he didn't cheat. But he didn't he, cheat. He, he really took. He really finessed. He the took system. advantage of all his um, yeah his alleys because he didn't really design it. He finessed it. Well, he he got a. I mean, if you guys go back, you guys can search this up. Like twelve motherfuckers that. Yeah, Ben Baller, ASAP, Mass, Franelation was in there. A few customers, Skate was in there. Um, Yeah, he had a bunch of people in there. Yeah, but uh, nonetheless, and and then that's how we got votes. That's how we got votes. He got all that. He was cool with the community. Lay. He got a bunch of the vloggers. But dude, come that's through. how we got the votes because no. Ben Baller was like, "Yo, I designed the sneaker," and I then Fran Delacious was like, "I designed the sneaker," and he so, had like twelve motherfuckers with like, huge, like huge following saying to vote for that sneaker. All the YouTubers, mm. sneaker YouTubers, are going into the store, and he was getting the promo done. I mean, he, I mean, he was he used all the right marketing I shit. Think round two just has to has to, obviously they they're, they're blowing up fast. They're a cool store. Whenever I see stores that expand that quickly. I already see it's kind of a setup for like there's going to be a, a major they're setting themselves up to be over saturated. Yeah. They they're saying they're opening up two more stores in the next 8 months. They already have New York, Florida. They have LA. I think if they start focusing Virginia. on their clothing line and their and their and making their own clothing, mm-hmm. I think they'll do well. But I, I think know. if they're going to hold on to like the hype shit and all that other shit, I think it's They still have a strong. I mean, they do buy, trade and sell. So yeah. you, that's probably like the only spot in LA where you can go in there and trade shit in. Hype and shit they in. give you they give you cash and on, you on cash site, right? On site. Yeah. But I think well, as far as like building the brand, I think there's a future in them br- building that brand more. I hope so. You know what I'm saying? I hope because I mean they did a lot in the last three years. So we'll see. I don't. That's the whole that whole Supreme shit is crazy to me, man. Yeah, I just went. It's literally like the fuckboy uniform right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, if you see motherfuckers in certain Supreme shit, you're yeah. just like, yo, that is some fuckboy shit. <laughs> it's scary. It is. But, I mean, I mean, that's what the kids like. They like the hype. They used to be Bape, now it's Supreme. So, I think it's I think it's going to be going back to, like, cool brands like, um, the what's the one? Black Scale. Like, cool brands like that. It's going to go back to some individuality, but, it's, I mean, it's going to. 
It's going to take a fall for now. Well, I mean, shout to Mega. I don't know if it's going to go to black scale, but I think... Like those brands, those independent cool brands. I don't know if they're independent. I mean, they're a street. You know what brand, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think I smaller think, brands. I think honestly, what it is is that everyone's just going to build their own following and sell to their own following, and then I think clothing is just going to go to this uh, this weird stage that it's in. Yeah. But it seems like because all you do is like high end clothing sells really well, and then it's all it's just imitation. Does that make sense? Yeah. Pretty much. But then you have brands like Pleasures, and then you have brands like... like um, Pleasures. My man Mike Sherman at... Uh, Chinatown. Chinatown Market that's killing it. You know, you have those kind of screen print. Those, that, that's what I mean. The graphic, yeah. Utmost, uh, I can't think of... Uh, yeah. I don't know about Accomplice, yeah, I mean, yeah. Accomplice or whatever. I feel like the Hundreds is getting like a rebrand. Of, oh, yeah. They, they yeah. are. Diamond is... So. Is Diamond coming oh, back yeah? too? Yeah, they yeah. did the dunks. That was a big hype. They shut down a few. Stussy's kind of become like... Uh, respected like hell yeah, yeah like a legacy yeah. brand oh, like a legacy yeah. brand you yeah. know you shit to. like that you yeah have to. yeah but yeah undefeated cool yeah. nonetheless i, I want to see what happens with uh supreme next year i'll keep you guys updated all right all right guys this is like the longest podcast and i know this is peace love y'all thank you all right. All right. peace <laughs>